We here at the Canadian Pyrocast love everyone and everything on Earth. But we also believe that everyone and everything should be mocked, lampooned, satired, parodied, and poked on at, because that's a quality. This program is not for children or the easily offended. We trust your judgment. Our backs are sore from sailing all day. Take my hope, sing and come and drown Let's go make ourselves famous. Have you done it? I can see the kitty right there. (laughs) Have you started yet? Yeah. Oh, you've already started? Yeah, can't you see it at the top? Oh shit, no, I didn't. Oh, well, now I'm seeing it. Oh, it's like slow. Oh, it's such a, oh my thing's lagging. That's why. Because my internet oh. out here on the on the away ship is terrible. But yes, I see Tippy there. <laughs> well, fuck, I didn't even get to do my super awesome joke now. So, Gummy Bear, what I'm saying is after him and Hitler was nominated Times <laughs> Person of the Year, he thought it meant he becomes the king of Earth. Turns out <laughs> it's just a tabloid magazine. Not really divine right. Speaking, though, of divine right, the ginger, formerly known as Prince Harry and Meghan, whatever her claim, they were paid $25 million for a Spotify podcast exclusive. I'm sorry, who? Uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Merkel, or whatever her name is. Oh. I don't know what her claim was. Okay. <laughs> the, former, the former royals that went to become American celebrities on a different de- on a different destiny. So they got paid $25 million from Spotify for an exclusive podcast last year, uh, to which they've only released one episode. Oh my God. Oh my, oh my God. It was a Christmas special, I think with Elton John maybe, but the, uh, you know, with someone who was knighted what? by... <laughs> Who's knighted by his mom? So that's not his mom, dude. What isn't is his mom is Diana? What? Who's Diana? The dead one. Oh, okay, yeah, I know she's dead, but like, okay, so I I just didn't know. I don't know. Who, I thought she was like her sister or something. No, they're not related. I don't know how her, royalty works. Her, man. The queen's son <laughs> married Diana. Who then? The and then they made the children. Okay. Who is the queen's son? I don't like this. Uh, what the? I don't know. The creepy-looking guy. The was oh, the the pedophile that was friends with Epstein? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Not that prince. Okay. Either way, sorry. Going off topic though. My point though is this is just leading to my big de- my big dead dead though was. So since their deal was made though in early 2021, 20, they've uh, Spotify has since hired the spent more money and hired them like a production crew and shit like that to get stuff going. And I just want to say uh, we're way better than that because we have a production budget of zero and we have made at least twenty more episodes than they have in in the in the three quarters of a year we've been active. So royal, fuck royalty. And they made. <laughs> 25 million dollars more than us god damn it <laughs> so they did but you know what that's just how royalty works for it because they don't actually know how to do any work because they're royalty 
<laughs> and it's like, so yes, we're gonna do a podcast, and they're just they're sitting there. Basically, alone. They, basically, they got paid. They got paid um, by Spotify just for like, just in case you feel like doing any work, we have exclusive rights to it, and that's what they got paid for. Oh fuck, no doubt. <laughs> one guy bribe, but it's all uh, either way. Sorry. Uh, I, oh, I don't know about that. That's hilarious. One, one more point, though, just because and this is worth bringing up, because we recently we noticed that our Christmas episode was is our most highest viewed episode for some reason. No, it's <laughs> it's no, it's not. It's the third highest viewed. Oh, okay, sorry. Not viewed. Listen to. Listen to. Whatever, sorry, sorry. And I found I, that interesting. I never looked at it's analytics, like so not. not I wouldn't say it's great. I wouldn't say that's like our best episode. <laughs> I love it. I'm happy with it. But I just want to say, speaking of that, though, I think our Xmas special was way better than our theirs in every single way. Elton John should come to ours. Ours was way better. Elton would have been much more at home with two kitties hanging out with us. <laughs> we would have been very hospitable. Yeah. Uh, and the second thing, though. Uh, I do. I want to do a shout out actually quickly as a thing because nurses in hospitals are still very clusterfucked with lots of sickness and COVID people. So if any of our listeners happen to be nurses or associated with them, thank you for all your work and all your coworkers' work and all that. Very much appreciate it. And for all the pots and pans banging about essential workers, like, again, you guys were the ones doing shit right up on the front lines the most out of everybody. So thank you for that. Are, are we still doing, are we still in the middle of the intro right now? Yeah, are cold we? open. That's just it. Okay. One last thing, though. That's not, man, I think we're, that's important. We're always though, freezing cold out here. We are. And yeah, we're <laughs> here in the, in, the, in the opening parts of our podcast. But no, that's important to me though, because like my, there's nursing in my family, and again, they're always, you know what I mean. They're they're working the shit done, and for all this like crap. About, anyway, again, I, I hate that we have to go back to the pandemic again. This is just because stupid news. These are two things that just happen to correlate. Uh, we don't have to, but like no, no, no. I mean, I mean for the two, I mean for the uh, thing in the future. It, it like <laughs> again, we'll get to it when we get to it. But again, it's like I didn't, I, we didn't mean for this to happen. It's just these are the most interesting things, and one's personal. So the last thing I want to talk about, though, is Eminem's solved bigotry. They fixed it. Nobody's a bigot anymore. They went through drastic massive changes. And this is stupid That's... because... I keep peripherally hearing about this, but I don't understand what the fuck. Yes, thank you. I appreciate you staying blind to this because the problem with me is that I, any coverage of this, I just kept giggling like a schoolgirl. Like, it was ridiculous because all of it was stupid. Now, I just want to clarify... Eminem's just did this because the fact that everyone's talking about it is free marketing. They paid an IT guy to oh, redesign yeah. oh, their, yeah. their things. Good PR, dude. I they hope paid, that they person's paid, well they paid. paid. 30 bucks for an hour of work. And <laughs> they and they get all this free publicity. They get Tucker, Tucker Carlson talking about how he thinks his candy should be sexy. Why we can't have sexy candy? What I mean, to he took the bait. He took the bait. Maybe it'll. Maybe it's a whole conspiracy where like they also paid him to say that. Maybe you know what I mean? it's all it's, <laughs> it's all like big. covert advertising. So the big redesign for the specific things. So the okay. So let's go down the color list here. Uh, so the first one is the big one is the green ones. The green one who used to have sexy go go boots. She now has sneakers. Okay. Oh no! The words the go-go boots were part of the patriarchy trying to make candy. What the fuck is a go-go boot? It's like a boot that's like it's like, <laughs> a, it's like a high heel that goes up to your like knee, like maybe just under though, like slightly under your knee. What the fuck? Okay. And then there's uh, 
and then now they made and then I don't know then the blue one is some stoner is a stoner the yellow one's I think retarded or dumb sorry it's not retarded <laughs> yeah. I mean he's always the dumb one in the cart in in the in the advertisements and I'm not trying to be I wasn't trying to be a dick because I, I didn't mean it because I stoner no but I fucked up with the word because I actually try to use like the are you try to use the word retarded in like real context of being enclosed no the yellow one's stupid not retarded. The uh, red one's a smug liberal, <laughs> and oh. the brown one. Okay, no, it's just smug. The brown why, one. Is smug. Why are you so familiar? Like, who? Who the fuck cares? I'm just making the. I'm making this up as I go along, but I'm getting to the two best ones, I guess. So the brown one, I guess, was originally a lady, but now I think it's trans, and I don't know how the candy. No way. Trans. I don't even. I think that. so. Fuck I think that. so. That's or it's gender ambiguous or whatever, right? You know what I mean? It's it's non-binary if you want to call that <laughs> i think is what the i think i think that's what they're going for so and then the, uh, so i guess the orange one was always like he looks like he's scared and about to piss himself but in the lower thing now they say that What's he represents the orange one? why is there so I many know. i don't understand okay i'll screen i thought there was only it. like three i thought there was only like three like characters well, yeah, they just, I've only, you only ever see the red one, the yellow one, and the green one. What the fucking, that's stupid. I don't know, okay. but this is, maybe this is a bigger deal in the U.S. than in Canada. I got, but again, we're just doing, we're giving them free advertisement too, but I think it's I the whole thing stupid. And I, couldn't, go. I couldn't listen to any coverage of it without giggling because it's all fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, but again, I love, my favorite one is the, uh, I, they solved this though. I think that, you know what, I'm sure that everybody that hates every single, like that hates, uh, people for these differences or has their opinion on that i'm sure that they just saw this advertising campaign they're like you know what if this company could come out here and support these issues when it's most most culturally viable and uh, monetarily acceptable or monetize and monetizable they can do it and then they can learn to hate a little less ah we've been fired upon no. <laughs> so dramatic. It hasn't happened in so long. <laughs> uh, I do have a quick corrections corner here too. A uh, couple things I want to clarify because I was um, as I listened back in the last episode. I see you raising your stuffed paw gummy bear. Sorry, I wanted to say a thing before Crutcher's Corner. Oh, what do you want to say? Do you have anything for the cold no. open? I guess so. So. It's so cold. I'm sorry, I had this in my head and now I forgot the words. Um It happens to the best of us. <clears throat> Trudeau. Uh I'm worried about this man's health. <laughs> Why is that gummy bear? Oh. <laughs> 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 
Okay. So, (laughs) the last time we, like, saw him was when there was the election debates, and I can't remember, (laughs) I can't remember exactly when that was, like, October? Uh, That was, that was September, because school just Really? Okay, September? Okay, well, it's still, like, it's February now. Mm. That wasn't that long ago. No, that's like five months. And okay, I don't want to be cliche in saying this. Like, this isn't. I'm not body shaming or whatever. But like this, what the fuck happened? Like, it is because he, um, he, he got chubby. No, but like so fast. That's not healthy. It doesn't take. That's long not like. A, that's not like. A, doesn't it's not supposed to it's not supposed to be that fast though he's been having too many beaver tails stress eating <laughs> i don't know if you saw that like meme of like comparison pictures and i was like we broke him i think you did but i i don't have i thought it wasn't real though like literally when i saw that i was like ha 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 that looks photoshopped but then i like googled like i just googled justin trudeau and then like went to images and there's like all these pictures of him and i'm like oh my god like do you have a medical condition like that's that's not normal so question though when it says we broke him what's the context of that like who is it the canadian populace because i'm just saying know. like if it's because they're like oh he criticized him too much i'm like no maybe but if maybe it's like that's a joke like i thought it was funny anyway but like yeah well, I think, what exactly broke him i don't know that's what i mean is i'd be like i'd be i think it'd be funny if it's like what broke him more than like because i'm like I've, i don't have sympathy for him as more than anything i was gonna be like i was gonna say it's probably healthy for putting on weight because usually don't politicians usually usually like shrivel up and wither in office they like age rapidly it's not uncommon for no politicians. it's just like it's it's like you know it can be like in indicative of like other health problems going on to like gain weight that fast like that's like kind of like woo <laughs> well you know it's what like i'm not I'm, a normal like steady weight gain like that's like that's like what the fuck happened in the well, last you know few what, months you, know you won probably... the election what's what's going on with you <laughs> so, the, so the rumors i've heard is that he eats he he feasts on the blood of the young and with restrictions <laughs> on supply chain issues he's not been able to get his youth blood so he's aging now uh <sighs> he's aging now rapidly because he can't keep his youth blood is my theory just in my opinion no no an actual like reality though like in this section me being like again so sure yeah health wise probably not healthy but i think that objectively it is not a bad thing because i think it would be a bad thing for him to be ugly because then people will (laughs) judge him more on what he actually does instead of just voting for him because he's good looking which I think is a big problem because it gives him a bunch of free public or free benefit of the doubt that he doesn't deserve. But that again is also just my opinion. <laughs> uh, anything else? Anyway, I was just so shocked to see the change in just a few months that I had to mention it. Yeah. Well, I didn't notice it either. Like I, I don't, it's not like I watch his PSAs. Uh, he and I well, I watched the speech too, and yeah, he, he looks chubbier, but it's it's significant. It's boring. I'm sure he's stress eating. 
So, anything else before Corrections Corner? He hasn't, he hasn't, uh, he hasn't been uh, surfing in Tofino enough lately, that's all. Does he do that? Yeah, all the time. He's That's what he did on the the new holiday, the Remember the Children, I fuck what, or the Reconciliation Day, the new holiday, or whatever they made up. He fucking yeah. Oh, wow. He didn't even he didn't even like say anything about it. He just like was like on vacation on the fucking island. He was here on the island, and just like yeah, I'm on holiday. <laughs> and everyone was like, "Fuck you!" Actually, like everyone. Hey, that's his. Hey, the institution that he represents. Like wow, wow, dude. Hey, the institution that he represents colonizes that shit, so it's his, K. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't believe he didn't even recognize it beforehand and be like, I am surfing on unceded territory. (laughs) Missed opportunity. Yeah, he could have done it right before he dived in. He's like, I'm surfing now on unceded territory, you know, for the I don't know what people live there, but just like and then just goo, pop right in the ocean. Yeah, I agree with you. Missed opportunity. You should be his campaign manager. <laughs> you should be a campaign manager. I think your camp- your last political campaign was pretty successful. <laughs> I like that you almost choke on your beer by just telling you, like, you should be his com- campaign manager. <laughs> he just, like, you died and, like, fuck off. That was pretty great. I didn't want to spew on my laptop. Fair. I, I, what I did say there was pretty short. Touch my hair. Stop. So, corrections corner. Fidget. So, two things I, I feel like I need to clarify, or one thing I have to clarify, and one thing I want to correct on myself. So, the first thing is that for the uh, conversion therapy bill stance thing, I just want to clarify and one last touch on that is that I was. Uh, Obviously, I'm not for conversion therapy, and I'm not even saying like I'm opposed or for the bill. I was honestly just trying to lay out like, here's what the arguments are against it, the best and worst, and here's kind of what it entails. I do have a problem with the wording of it, but again, that's just me being like specific about laws. But again, that's kind of that's just a personal thing. I but yeah, like I'm not against it, and it, again, if it was again, I think whatever, like again. Sorry, because I don't want to clarify that because I was sick and I was wanted, I wasn't sure if that how I approached that. How, that how yeah, thank you, thank you for clarifying that because you know, I mean, maybe we shouldn't take time to get into it again. But you know, I've had time to think about it, and I'm just feeling like more and more like that. I how do I say this? Like, I just I really it rubs me the wrong way that people are getting upset about it. Well, here's, you know, you know, and I learned more about it after like the whole like internet, some of the, you know, after you said, I learned a little bit more about what was going on, like the internet drama stuff about it. And, uh, you know, and I just, I feel a little bit differently. Like now I like feel like I can articulate myself a little bit more about it. I'm like, the kind of also corrections corner trying not to say like every five seconds apparently that's really hard i'll try to do that with ums aside though i think what i know and i want to say for my actual stance on that though is i don't think it would have here here's what i mean is that i'm not against the bill 
but I do agree that the wording is like a, a more open than it should be. And so that's why I'm saying that if I don't think it would have been harder to have the reading be more specific in something, and then that would have taken away the argument of the open ambiguousness, and you can't argue against the bill. So you're just reaffirming the strength of the bill and being more specific in there. I I'm not saying against like... the bill. I'm just saying that it's a valid argument, and they could have. That's something that they right. could, have, if they drafted it like smart, like in a, in a, in a smarter way, or a more specific way, then this, okay, it wouldn't I... have been a, a holding a poke at it. And that's what. I, that's more than anything what I was trying to say. Yeah, they did leave a. They did leave themselves open to that. What and I'm saying is like. What I want to say is that I feel like the only people that are really going to truly be like, this bill is against our freedoms or whatever, are like fucking super religious people who want to, like, um, condemn their children for being gay or whatever and wanting to send them to conversion therapy, which is generally abusive, like... Well, like, same thing you too. Said, like, you said something about like, what if adults won't do? It's like, well, then they can just like call it therapy or like something. Like, no, I wasn't know, throwing like that point adults. out there. I was just saying like, that. I just thought that was weird, and I just sorry, I can't even help but like talk about it. Um, That's fine. If you want to clarify, yeah, it, but like, I wasn't. Like, okay, I wasn't but like, but like, okay, give me an example. Oh, like, and do not say Miley Annapolis. Do like other than that fucking guy. Tell like how many fucking people who like are gay and I or you know any of and and then want to like have conversion therapy because they think they might not really be gay unless they're in a cult or a fucking like weird religion thing that's telling them that they aren't that way, even though they probably are. The whole thing just seems like, okay. <laughs> so again, do that and call it therapy, right? But then again, again, with that opening wording, that probably that might leave that up for interpretation, which is that argument. But that aside though, and again, the thing where I'm going, I'm like, like, I guess my, like saying that again, like I'm not, I wasn't going to use him as an example. I think he's actually a terrible example because he's going to the only group of people that will accept him. So I kind of feel bad for him because he's going to like the most extreme versions of the, of that era of that area of politics now because he's been ostracized by everybody and that that is kind of sad right whatever you say about him right and so i think i actually i feel a little bit bad for him in that regard uh but this politics aside because i still think he's an asshole though like i don't like him either i just I have a little bit of empathy for that but that aside i was going to say that like i'm not gonna i don't want to die on the hill of like i'm against this bill for me it's like a principle thing of like i don't care dude if you want to pay if you want to pay somebody to like again within reasonable bounds of certain things like do yourself so if you want to pay somebody to put you through that that whatever that process is far be it for me to say as long as it's not like breaking any laws or anything like that right or like any like universal laws we can agree on like you know not abusing people stealing money like the big things like right but I'm so I'm not going to die on the hill of it. I just agree, again, I'm just agreeing that the wording is open ended. That is on them for wording it that way. That could have been avoided. And again, but like again, I'm just like it comes down to a principal thing. Because again, I don't think there's. I guess it's I just quite that that buy, never like, really happens. I don't know. Maybe that's why they would. I don't think. That that I don't think it does either. And if it ever did, ever did, then they could probably still take it to court and the, and set a new precedent for it. There's probably four. There's probably like small, like there's small couple individuals. Anyway, I just don't happen. feel like that's worry. Like that's a worry. 
you know like, i don't i i don't either but i was just trying to i was just trying to point out you know again, that doesn't seem likely to happen again i'm not trying like, to say maybe in like, any of these things. like a, a thousand years if uh global warming doesn't kill us or whatever the fuck you know that people say is gonna be the end of the world it wasn't covid i guess we were not all gonna die from covid i Knock do agree no like and i do agree that there's bigger fish to fry about the, how the world's gonna end right but oh my god awkward edit sorry i want to go back into the last correction though i have for uh yeah sorry the last correction is uh i because we're talking about drivers or amount of drivers and pedestrians in the comox valley so i'll pull up (laughs) so i found the statistics canada page which is like so many censuses on there like a shit ton of random censuses on there so just like it took a fucking long, long time to find it because there's like a huge ass thing to scroll down. But there's, yeah, so going, that, that's like something I want to go down more of one day just because that's interesting shit. But so from what, what we have from census data is that so we have a population in the Comox Valley of 66,000 roughly. And of that for surveying, they found that 26, or sorry, 26,000 people commute to work of some kind. Of that's that so 20. Yeah, and of that 26 that commute to work, 20,000 of them roughly drive. Plus or minus like a few thousand, have a margin of error for people that move. Because I think the last time this was done is like 2016 and 2019, I want to say maybe. I might be wrong about 19, but I think there were two. Um, and essentially that was kind of what was between there. So if you average it out, it's about a four-fifths average or like a 20% street alternate street pedestrian. Sorry, because when I included drivers, I included people that... I didn't include people that com- that commute through driving, which was a small number, but there were more like non-commuters like buses and some shit like that, which are kind of like more you jump in between like walking and busing and stuff like that. But there are a few there are there were some people that were like car sharing, so to speak, or it seemed, but they weren't like the driver. The point is a vast majority of people that drives, you were very right about that, and I was wrong about the amount of other alternate transportation population about the valley is what I was trying to clarify as I was. So you were right about that. Because you're never wrong. Look at me bear. So I should have known that was my bad. (laughs) I'm trying not to be so fallible. Oh shit. That was a fucking Christ. That was an intense cold open. Ready to go beyond the coast. Quick break. Yeah, we need a break. I, that was we didn't. I, okay, I didn't. I didn't even mean to go. I just want to clarify my position on the conversion band thing, so I didn't come off like an oh, asshole. Oh, I know, and I, I didn't like. <laughs> I was trying to like not do the whole thing about it, but then I did, and then of course you need to like. And I understood what you were saying about it, and like yeah. how you felt about it. It was just like, but I was more talking about like the reaction from other people and like how I feel about that, because mm-hmm. you were also talking about that, and like I just just like. Trying to explain my feelings on why certain people are going to react that way, and why I feel like it's wrong and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the uh, what was it? What was what? You want to say what? What, what was your joke? <laughs> Oh, I, I'm gonna say it right now. Okay, you do it first. Oh, Jesus, 
Jesus Christ is the longest fucking intro we've had so far, I think. <laughs> New record. I, I don't. <laughs> why do we do this? Why, why are we the way we are? I blame myself. I like to talk so much that I, I made a pod. I decided to help create. I create a podcast. It was your idea too, but if you listen to our archives, it's like a lot of me just talking. And even when you're talking, I try to talk over you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm cool. <laughs> Okay, let's go to Beyond the Coast because. Okay, there's one thing here. Okay. This is the mic cam. Kitty cam, and this is the microphone cam. Where it's just pointing. It's just recording. The microphone for no reason. Did it actually record the video? Or is it just like No, no, no. I have it set to um show video only, not record video. Is that a setting? I should make sure that setting is on. Oh, that's a setting that I would have made while creating the Oh. The whole thing. Like that's before. Yeah. It's good to know. I want my secret identity secret. so okay so here's what we have oh for beyond the coast so my favorite segment i'm very biased because i'm very ego driven (laughs) okay okay so the first thing and this is a weird thing for me because two clashing things for me this is a real conflict here so the first thing for Beyond the Coast we have is the segment Neil with the Heart of Gold Young versus Joe oh, always gets his interview Rogan. <laughs> ding ding. Uh, Fight. No, this is actually a personal thing for me. For I'm going to start with oh. Neil Young. No, because this is actually this is a little passion thing for me. So I love Neil Young. I I got into him in high school because we got a, I had a class from at a history class report in high school where it was like I think my first like it was one of those first big term papers you write in high school and so I'd write one about Neil Young or it was Canadian icons and I think we had a list and I didn't know what to pick my mom's like oh you should pick Neil Young he's like a cool rocker guy and I was in the classic rock at the time I was like all Guns and Roses and shit so I was like yeah so I checked it out and I fucking love his music. Tippy, why are you turning on your quartermaster, Tippy? <laughs> Tippy, do you need to be she put got in the mad break? At me. Why did Tippy are you get mad okay at you? Me? I don't know. Tippy, we'll throw you in the break if you show insubordination again. You show respect on this pirate ship. That was your quartermaster. I'm sorry if I made you mad. That's weird. She doesn't usually do that. Now she's purring in like. Aww. Okay. That's good. I'm glad you guys have made up. You're good. Tippy, you don't have to go to the break. Okay, though. So, yeah, I got I so I got into Neil Young in high school. 
some of my favorite songs that he did, her he had were "Rocking in the Free, Free World," uh, "Old Man," which is I don't know why that song like when you listen to him sing like that song that's just like um, especially if you with like live versions, there's like a lot of passion in it and it's weird because it's just like a song about an old man but it's I don't know it's like I, I love it, and uh, but the big one his big one and this is because this is what got him his nickname because Kurt Cobain quoted it in his suicide note. <laughs> Sorry, and I know it's a what? passionate thing. I'm sorry. This is, I know this is a passionate thing for you, but I'm not trying to be shady. This is an actual thing that happened. So in he, in is... my my hey hey, Neil Young has a lyric, it's better to burn out than to fade away. And Kurt Cobain quoted that in his suicide note. So some <laughs> people blame Neil Young for Kurt Cobain's suicide. Oh my god, that's the nickname. It got him the nickname, the Godfather of Grunge. It's like I think it's a bit over dramatic, no. but it was it was just what that was what I had written in my paper. I haven't yeah, I, haven't, no. I've, I haven't checked that information in years, but that was what I had gotten in my paper. Either way, though, cool thing though, and this is also this one is again. I, I feel like that's feel free to Google that. Fact check me on this because I might be wrong. Correct me in any comments on our podcast. But or maybe I'll maybe that'll be my corrections yes. corner. But next thing though, this is actually I do know this one is definitely factual. Is that so he was like famous and touring around the U.S. and because he's from because he's from Canada and he was an illegal immigrant at the time and he got out he got outed when he admitted on a talk show that he didn't have, he didn't have a green card and he got like arrested like the day after and deported <laughs> and he was like he was, he was like rich at that point so he was back in the country within a year because he was like he was still like a rich like rock person at the time. What am I looking at? Who is that? <laughs> Who the fuck is that? Who the fuck is looking at me in my ship window? <laughs> what the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> Name yourself. In- <laughs> Mysterious person. It's you. It's me. It's you. This is the cam cam. Bro. That's not me. It's <laughs> <laughs> not fucking me. That's not fucking me. No, it's not. You're fucking with me. That's not me. That guy's a different person. Fuck <laughs> you! I'm so you fuck your shit. How many fingers am I holding up? How many fingers am I holding up? Oh my! No, no! What? Liar! I don't play this. I don't trust this person. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck is that? <laughs> 30 minutes later. It hurts. <laughs> I can't. It's me. Okay, this is me. You can calm down. Okay. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. <laughs> Sorry. 
derailed the whole show. I just. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm the ruiner. I'm no, so sorry. It's okay. <sighs> oh, okay. Very good. My face is okay. One second, Eric. My face hurts. <laughs> okay. So. And as a separate thing, he also did he also did a freedom of speech tour in two thousand six. I don't quite know for what cause. Like I googled it, and maybe that'll be a thing I have to correct. But I couldn't find a clarification on if that was for a specific thing, if somebody was being disempowered, or if that was just like a general thing. That aside, so yeah, that's a bit of an introduction on Neil Young. Not okay. really to do anything for Joe Rogan because people know who he is and what his deal is. So this is the thing because Neil Young said that he wanted his music pulled from Spotify. This is an actual quote that I have a, I have an issue with this quote because this is him actually saying this is they can have Rogan or Young. <laughs> Which Oh, honey. Oh, exactly. I just say that because I'm like, oh, sweetie, he's a he makes them so much money. He makes them so much more money than you do. No offense, sweetie. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And to be fair, and we'll get into this because he's some other people have pulled shit, too. But so here's the thing. So he he wants his stuff pulled from Spotify, followed by Joni Mitchell, someone's bass player, and some podcasts. Oh. And uh, this is over because Joe Rogan has controversial people on every now and then with opinions that people don't agree with. Uh, two recently, which were some like doctor people that were anti-vax, and they, they, you know, they did their podcast, and they were like, charismatic and sold their shit and they like you know like how how you know confidence men do but then uh if you fact check their shit like go down the episode you can like call them on a lot of bullshit and inaccurate stuff they say so spotify has responded by like dinging these episodes with like they're going to stay up but they're going to be like have a little warning on them saying like these are fringe opinions and people they Mm -hmm. these are like or these are the majority of mainstream science does not agree with these opinions or whatever right and just like have a little labeling on it rogan has also responded via instagram this little thing and he says he feels bad about the neil Neil young thing because he's a really big fan and he has a little anecdote about that but he he's super big fan of him and his music and uh but then he kind of just has his little, and again, people can go see that if they want to. I'm not going to stand here and defend him. He can do that himself. But it's just kind of, uh, so it's just a thing. And it bums me out because I, I have Neil Young in a few of my playlists. So I'm going to be sad now that I don't have old man. But it's, I don't know. It's like a tricky thing. I think that, uh, and that's just like definitely what's happened. He just wants to make more money. Now you have to, now you have to buy his stuff. Well, that's the thing too. All so just here's. Enough. So I'm going to go into stuff like this is so I'm going to go into my opinion about this in a second here but because as a personal thing 
But also, um, as a side anecdote about, I don't know how true this is. I was trying to figure it out, but I didn't have time before the podcast. Is like I think Neil Young and Janis Joplin don't own their music anymore. Like I think they sold the rights to it to a company. So it's Joni Mitchell. Is it Joni? Oh fuck! You said said Janis Joplin. Fuck! I wrote down Joni Mitchell. I did this again, didn't I? Fuck! Yeah. I've done this before. Like, you no, did okay, that yeah. like in one of our very first episodes. That's funny. No, it sounds about right. No, I do actually have Joni Mitchell <laughs> written down here, though. Like, I had the name right. Yeah. But yeah so. And you said, and you said Joni Mitchell before. So then all of a sudden, your brain switched to Janis. <laughs> My brain changed because of the JJ's. I want to say, though, too, as a fun Janice. thing about Neil Young, there's one more fun fact about him, though, because he's actually, because uh, he was like a solo artist, which is, he made his own name, but he was actually like, he played in a lot of bands temporarily. Like he's in a Pearl Jam for a bit. And he was like, you know, one of those like nomadic traveling singular one man things. He was, he was like really cool. Like back in the day. Uh, and I'm not saying he's not cool now, but I'm um, a disagreement over this thing. People have pulled out the whole card about like, Oh, you did the freedom of speech tour. <laughs> and he's like, it's not about freedom of speech. It's about dangerous misinformation. And it's that whole thing. And, again yeah no i was thinking about that earlier too like what the fuck is like and i have a theory and maybe i'll get into it after if i have the energy here but maybe do you want me to say do you want me to say my thing so you can articulate your thought yeah yeah so my opinion here's my i'm gonna go into my so that's definitely what's happened um and again uh, maybe i need to double check the if they own their music thing but there's like conspiracy theory that like somebody else is pulling their music because it's like the powers that be that don't want Joe Rogan. Cause he also talks about like conspiracy theories and shit on the show a lot. Cause he's like, you know, they're fun. Mm-hmm. That aside. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, going into my opinion though. And like, so my actual opinion on the whole thing is that it, it, it bugs me about the whole argument about like a consequence for, platform size like oh because you have such a huge platform and that's why it's a dangerous medium for a lot of people to hear that kind of misinformation however you want to define that but i kind of say that okay well why not then the same accountability for when cnn like says why fuck shit up because they have fucked shit up and so every major news organization has right so if we're gonna go down that road then why not them these huge established ones and then you can argue like oh there's filtration through that because you know, then, oh, like, there's some accountability to that. And then, like, well, not really, though. There isn't, though. Like, like mm-hmm. name me. Someone, cha- I challenged someone to name me last time in a massive news or- organization was held accountable for giving, like, some massive misinformation. And we're going to get into that shit when we go into the fucking trucker protest. Because fuck Canadian mainstream oh, news. Fuck. But that aside. So, Hi. sorry, that's that'll be the next segment here but sorry back into my opinion about this whole thing uh i also hate the argument though that freedom of speech doesn't mean freedom from consequence like that means nothing literally everything on earth has a consequence you do a thing and there's an action and a reaction can i say something uh Sure. I have a couple more things I want to just say on about just general things to think about for more just like things I, I things I think about during the whole argument of it, but go on. Okay, so this is a thing that people would on YouTube specifically were talking about uh, a few years ago. Um, 
uh, around the first ad adpocalypse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a sort of a theory that like, you know, around the time that uh, wall street journal slandered PewDiePie and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and then ad adpocalypse happened. And, uh, so then the, the whole thought process was like, okay, like you have these news places that aren't even getting any views like legitimate news stuff and they're getting ratioed. And so they're jealous. What do you mean by ratioed? Sorry. I actually don't know what that means. Um, like their dislikes are higher than their likes. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry, no, I'm not articulating this well because I didn't expect to be talking about it today. But it was like this thing that people were talking about for a while of like, oh, like the they're coming after us now because we're getting we're get we're make we're starting to like make get more revenue than them than their news their news sites and like their 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 posts news on their news channel on the on the website they're getting more of the everyone's their youtubers are making more money they're getting more views more views and that's when all that everything you know all the weird stuff on youtube has been happening like mm-hmm. for the last few years ever since then well also the part, part no of one talks about it anymore no one talks about that anymore that it's that it was like that it's like on purpose well, there's like, like well, a sort there's... of like a weird, like, not like diabolical, like, um, the, the media wants to like lie on purpose. It's just like this, like, sorry, I'm probably not making sense now. I, I wasn't planning on thinking about it, so I don't have everything like outlined to talk about it properly. And now I'm just sounding like I'm rambling. That's fine. I just want to say is a thing. Yeah. Is, oh, sorry. Well, I just want to say is a thing is like, uh, so one thing I think why people are freaking out about Joe Rogan too, though. So because if you think about like me, established media too, it's it's a pillar, right? It's been around for so long. It's like, what is life without it, right? Mm-hmm. That aside, so it's like it's just how. Oh, that's good. Yeah, the, that's what I was getting back to. Is like now it's like oh, everyone's talking about Joe Rogan. It's always Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, because because they're they. They gotta take them down so they can get back up the top. I don't know. Well, I want to. Well, I was bringing that up. It's like a thing of why I like not to be dramatic, but in like he's so not in, even being as controversial as everyone says he is. So it's no, just he like, really no, he's not. Ugh. But well, I, don't, say I, don't, like I don't even. The, I don't even. I don't. Okay, disclaimer. I don't fucking. I do not um, subscribe and listen to Joe Rogan. Like occasionally, I watch like a four minute clip back when he was on youtube mm-hmm. of certain guests you know like i don't i don't listen to the episodes and you know we me and you we kind of have like a little bit of a joking thing like when you want to talk about joe rogan and i just go oh fuck joe rogan mm-hmm. <laughs> god damn fair. it <laughs> no and i get that and like i actually want to go out of our way we're not going to tag i don't want to tag him in this at all right because i don't want that to be my thing mm-hmm. it's just like a side thing i enjoy but to be fair like no. My podcasting habits are about like 50% of it is actually listening to me listening to Joe Rogan, new and old. 
And then the other 50% mm -hmm. is like a mix of other random ones I listen to, like 20% this and this and this, you know what I mean? But my point with Joe Rogan is the, I think that not to be overdramatic, but like think about like, you know, icons back in the day, whenever there's a threat to any kind of balance of power, people freak out. So in a more dramatic sense, back in the day, it was like Napoleon and Joan of Arc or the Pope, these powerful figures or Jesus, actually, if you like, I know, you know he's real or not, but you know what I mean? Someone who threatens the balance of power and, oh, they're the boogeyman. And they're the bad person. Joe Rogan is not them on that scale, but to the to the establishment that is he kind of is so to speak the, the problem is the problem is that they deplatformed alex jones and now they need a new punching bag and like yeah well, joe, joe, joe rogan's just an interviewer and like there's me like i love the memes about joe rogan just changes his mind with like whoever he's talking to but he's just an interviewer and he's pretty good at it and, well, he, and he talks that, to actually. all sorts of different people so like well, I'm going to get into the oh, sorry. Well, the philosophy of that, and that's kind of so. If like, if you go to, I think the most simple, basic form of philosophy is functionalism versus criticism, right? So you have right. how do things work and what is wrong with things. Two different ideologies, and they clash, right? So liberalism is mostly like what is wrong with this thing, and conservatism is mostly how does how does this thing work, right? And that's the argument between them two, those two. And that's a very broad sense because that doesn't apply to both sides either. But if you go into like the most foundation thing of an argument between two things, it's structuralism and or no, sorry, functionalism and criticism or structuralism too. Joe Rogan is a functionalist, right? How do things work? He kind of researches on shit and he challenges some things within his capability, which he's not incredibly of because he's only like, he's one man who has, he wears many hats, so he can only know so many things. But he's aware of that too. And he has like a dude that tries to fact check him on site. He doesn't fact check everything, but they fact check, he fact checks more often than CNN on like Cam. Like, oh, I was wrong about that shit. And speaking of the whole um, debate, the thing about the whole, like the, the people that got tagged that were like, oh, these two people are fringe people that are spreading hate, bad ideas. After that, somebody, there was a dude that went on uh, this other YouTube show called Breaking Points that broke down like, hey, so he said this, here's what's wrong with that. He said this, this is what's wrong with that. Their friends with Joe Rogan, so they tweeted that to him and sent up like, hey, so this has updated research. And Joe Rogan tweeted that out being like, hey, I was wrong about these things. This guy has a bunch of things. Like he's pro-vaccine for these things. And I was wrong about this certain myocarditis thing. So I was wrong about the certain myocarditis thing. So there's like a lot of shit he doesn't do on his pod. He does outside of his podcast too, to like rectify himself and be like, Oh, I was wrong about this shit. And I shouldn't have done this. So you know what I mean? He's like, it's a complicated thing, but when he's on his podcast, he only challenges people so much. Cause it's like, give this person the best way to make their argument. And one of the big things that always goes back is his Bernie Sanders interview. Because the media always portrayed Bernie Sanders as some crazy commie, but Never saw the, it. the Joe Rogan thing was like an hour long. It wasn't very long, and it like he just he was very reasonable, and it did a shit. It, he bump, got a bump on the polls after he did that. Oh. You know what I mean? So, but because he, he gave him he gave him a chance to express his platform without being like, yeah. oh, this is wrong with that. That's wrong with that. Well, he's you know he he he'll interview anybody. It's like yeah and he's because he's a, he's an interviewer and like hey how does this thing work and that's i think that's an important thing in society right and you know you don't have to agree with him but then you can be like here's what's wrong with this here's what's wrong with that and nobody's yeah, choose. nobody's like said, to be like, like we should overthrow the government or any shit like that yeah and i, think I don't really, watch, I don't really watch his stuff and like i don't want to like dwell on the whole thing because like 
But then we're also, can we it. please just like not talk about Jorgen? No, we're gonna move on. But the last thing I want to talk it's like about, like meta, here. like yeah. I don't know. No, we're gonna move on, and we might we'll probably cut some of that too. But I want to do a shout out here to this separate thing that's fucking hilarious because I keep cackling at it. So Tim okay. Dillon, the comedian. <laughs> did and so okay jordan peterson recently went on joe rogan and so tim dillon didn't like uh, uh he uh did a he roasted him it's, he did this impression that was fucking hilarious and so i'd say that if you love jordan peterson you will love this and if you hate jordan peterson you will also think this is hilarious so just google tim dillon roast jordan peterson on youtube and it's fucking hilarious <laughs> whether you hate him or love him it'll make you laugh so check out tim dillon he's really funny and now we can move on to the next thing. That's much more interesting. Are you ready for this gummy bear? Oh, I'm holding on. Eastbound but down. Loaded up and trucking. We gotta do what they say oh, can't fuck. be done. We got a long way to go. And a short time to get there. I'm eastbound. Just watch old bandit run. <laughs> I hope I hope people can appreciate that reference. <laughs> but so, <laughs> hey, Captain Kid here. So for this this episode took a while. Long is taking a long time for us to get it out, um, and a lot has changed in the time uh, since we've recorded. So for clarification, we recorded this initial episode on February eighth. And right now I'm giving you this message on uh, at midnight, February the 18th. And I'm not even sure it'll, hopefully the episode will be up in a couple days. Uh, we'll try to address as much of the uh, changed information as soon as we can. Uh, if I can, we can get an episode recorded during reading break. Uh, but off the bat, uh, I just would like to say that it's uh, very disappointing that the media has uh, doxxed private citizens that have donated to the fund, regardless of what you say about uh, how you feel about the opinions of the protesters, it's uh, completely inappropriate to dox people um, that were just donating to a cause they believed in via a medium that is disgusting. As much as I give shit uh, to Trudeau, I'd say his actions uh, in the last... Um, last couple days have really have really just established of who he really is as a person. He's a petty little man who can't talk to his more disgruntled citizens like an actual human that would instead call a national emergency on them. And this is a quick historical note for anybody that happens to not know this part of Canadian history or um, is maybe uh, uh, living outside of Canada. Historically, Justin Trudeau's father um, used the War Act, which was a more a stronger version of uh, the National Emergency Act that Justin's used. And he used that during a time when some radical radical Quebec separatists had kidnapped political diplomats within the city. And though this was um, a 
tense moment for Canada, it was still very, it, it was questioned at the time and led to the uh, power of that act being scaled back. By comparison, Justin has used the same leadership power on some protesters he doesn't agree with. So feel free to scale that however you will. The trucker protests. We're getting into this a bit late in the game, but this actually I like the slow diffusion of our of our podcast. I was thinking about that because like we always do our news late, we get more time to be like, oh, the dust has settled. We can like, oh, pick more things out. <laughs> I, th I think it's like I actually really like our style and how this is turning out. It's fucking great. So we will evolve as as necessary. Mm -hmm. Trucker protests. It's good to get a clearer thing. And okay, now I have criticisms of this protest, but there's like oh, uh, oh dear. so much shit. So the protests. Or Freedom Convoy 2022. Why is there a year on that? Uh, that's just in the hashtag. Don't know. I think because this is the year of freedom. This is the year we liberate ourselves from the evil tyrant Trudeau. I'm joking, people, just to be clear. I don't like him, but I don't think he's a tyrant. I just think he's a drama teacher that's in over his head. <laughs> oh, I was corrected on this. I got to say, by our oldest fan, uh, and by our oldest fan of Canadian Piratecast, our original fans, thank you for your long viewership, who corrected me saying that he was never actually a full-time teacher. He was a substitute teacher. So, Who told you that? Our oldest fan. I, I will not say. I, I don't mean oldest is in age. I mean oldest is in the person that's been listening to our podcast the longest. Corrected me on this the other day. Okay, so he was never really yes he was never a, he was never actually a full-time teacher he was only uh he was only ever a substitute teacher that's worse <laughs> <laughs> oh my god as a fellow teacher oh my god as you a know what as temp. a fellow teacher it sounds better than fellow temp <laughs> Did it on some stoop for like six months or something? Like, I don't know. I just pulled that number out of my ass. Please don't quote me on that. It's not a fact. Thanks. Either way. So, onto the trucker <laughs> protest, though. The fun thing here. So, for, so, this convoy thing started in Saturday, January 2022. Okay. Yeah. And I just want to say here, I blame myself on this. I think I soapbox one time about COVID and now we have a strike over it. So this is my fault. I take responsibility for the strike. It is your fault. It is my fault. Captain Kid just got too riled up, made too much sense on his soapbox of all of our, oh, all of our new listeners. Thank you, new listeners, for that. Everyone we got over the holidays. We appreciate you joining. Well, welcome to this. Welcome, late welcome. Whatever this is, whatever this is, me whatever like half, halfway through the mid segment. But yeah, like no, just thank you. Sorry, I forgot to thank you earlier. Uh, either way, sorry. So, so the Canadian truckers started protesting over the new vax mandate for the truckers going in between America and the homeland. 
the gov sorry the gov wants to add a provincial oh yeah no the gov wants to also add a provincial mandate too so you need a vax pass to go in between provincial borders as a trucker as well uh arguing that the mandates are working and lowering COVID levels, so more mandates will lower COVID levels more. Which I I have an argument against that, but maybe I'll save that for later. Uh, the truckers, though, raised $10 million through GoFundMe, through about, like, I think about 100,000 donations, although I may be wrong about that. They were given a million of it by GoFundMe once they had unleashed a plan for how they were going to spend it. But then GoFundMe pulled funding and refunded everybody because they're like, we don't want to support a violent protest movement. Which I think is really funny because they uh, supported Black Lives Matter, (laughs) which (laughs) never got violent, ever. Not once, right? (laughs) Not once did BLM ever get violent. It did. 5%. 5%. That's my point. And so it's like, that. that is hypocritical, though, of GoFundMe, but either way. So, and don't get me wrong, I have my problems with this protest, but it hasn't caused as much mayhem as that 5% of BLM is my point so far, but we'll get into that. So they found a different site, and they've been asking everybody to put funding there. They'll probably get the money again because people got refunded their money, so they're just going to be like, okay, I'm going to give it to them through another source. Like, that didn't really solve the problem. If somebody's going to help crowdfund that shit, they'll get that money. But either way. Uh, Upon the truckers approaching the Capitol, Trudeau fled the building and went to hide in a bunker. It was unnecessary. Nobody rioted or tried to throw over, uh, overthrow the Capitol. Speaking of that, fuck CBC and Global. They kept framing it as a lockdown of the Capitol and a far-right movement. What? Which is, yeah, really? they, yeah, they were, because they got, there. of course, there were some fucking assholes there with Confederate flag and with, like, the SWAT gun shit, which, and I'll get oh, into that. Oh, you know, I saw that, and I thought that was, was kind of fucking they, awful. They were asked to leave by the protest movement because they don't want to be associated with that shit. But they showed up well, because good. they showed up because they're like, freedom! And then the protest moves like, fuck you guys, go away. You're going to ruin this shit. That's not what we want. And they did. They basically did, though. They did. That's why there's no more pictures of it. But, you know what I mean? They got into that. But uh, What do you mean there's no more pictures global. of it? No, seriously. Fuck global. And, like, what, do you, what do you mean there's... Wait, what do you mean there's no more pictures of it? Of There's going to be pictures of it forever. No, no, you know what I mean, though? There's no new ones where, like, oh, look, see, they're still hanging around. Why is it still there? But there's a lot of stupid oh. shit about this, too. So they were... so the, Okay, so the whole thing with this trucker thing, too, is, so, like, 10, I think 10% of the truckers... I think, like, of this whole move-in, only about 10% of them are actually truckers, and a lot of them are just other random people that have joined. Oh, yeah, no, them. most mostly... It's mostly other vehicles, not even trucks for truckers. So yeah, they're they they started it, but they're not like now it's a bunch of other people too, which is not being talked about enough. Uh, and also though, there's a lot mixed. There's like there's vaccinated people that are there too. Like it's not like there's one. There's not just anti-vax people. Like it's a it's a variety of different people. Uh, and for just 
statistics. Oh, and I was going to say too, but the, here's the thing that bugged me with the media is that the media framing it and Trudeau as well, which I'll get into his fucking speech. I, I listened to his entire speech. Oh, um, but know. saying that this trucker thing or this protest is a right wing movement is like saying that Antifa speaks for BLM, which is inaccurate, right? So that's kind of, you know what I mean? It's more complicated than that. And I can't, you can't even say it's like majority right wing. It's like maybe slightly, but it's, I don't think so. It seems really, because again, even top of that, who funded them? They got funded by a fuck ton of Canadians. And that's the thing also nobody is really talking about is that even if it's like a, this amount of people, a large amount of people said this is worth giving money to. They got $10 million in a fucking week, man. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so much. So as for statistics in Canada, and now here, I don't want to be a dick and I'm not trying to spread out. I'm pro-vaccine. Go get vaccinated if you feel like it's right for you. And if you can't, then that sucks. And I'm sorry that you can't. But like, I'm not against the vaccine, right? Uh, just like do what you think is right for you. But that aside, the, uh, but apparently in Canada, 79% of people are, no, so 80% of people are vaxxed with at least one boost, one shot. 79% of people are vaxxed with two. And like about a little over 50% are boosted. And that's where our number's at. Herd immunity is at 80%, says Google. And I'm not trying to be the thing like, oh, drop everything right away. I don't know if it's that simple, but I just that's where herd immunity is probably roughly at. So let's say plus or minus 5% on that. So maybe 85% is herd immunity. We'll be generous. And uh, of the truckers, though, of the entire group, because, yeah, only uh, 90% of the truckers are vax. It's only 10% of the truckers that are anti-vax are like, no, we don't want to. But although there are some like vaccinated truckers in the thing too. So again, that's kind of mixed, but it's mostly anti-vax truckers joined by other people though. The convoy was endorsed by Donald Trump and Elon Musk. So people latched on to that. Oh God. Because why does that matter? Oh, so, oh yeah. Because I was watching a lot of footage of the shit too. So this is fucking hilarious. So some ladies flashed the camera. There were many sent, there were many semis. Full-on semis with a professional paint job of fuck Trudeau, which I respect the professionalism. What, what did I say before? It's not a true protest unless there's a little bit of nudity, right? I've never heard that before, but we should... That sounds like a... That sounds like we a said saying. that that's an us quote. That's, an we, us quote. that's a quote from us, dude. Oh, wow. That sounds like something we would say. Yeah. It's not, it's not a real protest yeah. without some nudity. It's accurate. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Then there was a, oh, there was a, this is not China sign, which I think is accurate. This is not China. <laughs> you can't argue against that. Technically true. Te- technically true. <laughs> uh, but a lot of them were partying and smoking, like smoking weed and passing around joints. So like it's become like a bit of a party too. <laughs> so. Of course, because it's Canada. Because it's Canada. <laughs> Uh, there's some bullshit though with the portrayal of it though. So like some of the news sites were being like, oh, they like trampled on like war monument on like they were dancing on the unknown soldier. And I I saw the video of that. It was not dancing. There was a woman that was like walking over it. Maybe she stepped on it, which is like disrespectful, but she wasn't like climbing on the monument. It was like up on the little platform. Okay. You know what I don't like? What? 
Sorry, finish. I was saying, so she raised her arms and said woo, and I was like, okay, disrespectful, but she's not like dancing gleefully on a war monument. You know what I mean? She's being, she a, she's being an woo. asshole. There's a difference. You know what I mean? And they're like, they deface the Terry Fox statue. They wrapped a Canadian flag around him. No, I was just going to say I didn't like the Terry Fox thing. Well, they just wrapped a flag around him. But why? why? Just Because he's a Canadian icon. What, well, again, what's wrong? They wrapped a Canadian well, flag it, around they're, him. Because they're like, they're, it's, it's, like they're, the, it's like symbolically like making him a part of They like, wrapped a pride flag around him. What? They wrapped the pride flag around him. Fact check me on that. I don't know, maybe show me what you you're talking about and then and then we'll talk about it uh, tomorrow when we finish this episode. <laughs> I think I can find it right now. Oh, all the pictures are from the one right now. <laughs> Ooh, here, so they have a. There's a flag. He has a flag. It says "Mandate Freedom." They put a baseball cap on top of him. Yeah, yeah, well, a little bit. Leave Terry Fox alone. I agree, but we're gonna get into like we're gonna get into politicizing things. He's not. He's not political. He just no. Just I leave him alone, fair. Man. That's fair. That's fair. But and okay, fine. And I might be wrong about the LGBT two flag. Keep flag. That was something I heard in a couple. I heard it in a couple of things. I was like, okay, about yeah, this. I'll have to fact check that. Was- True, but sorry. But the back of the thing, though, uh, talking about politicizing stuff, though. Sorry. The uh, but there's some other claims too, though. Like the claim that somebody pissed on the war memorial, but there's like no footage of that, and that could have literally been anybody because there were like there's, you know what I mean? Like again, I that was that's disrespectful, but it's a big city that could have literally been anybody. Like there's no footage of that being like a protester, so it's kind of like yeah. at the very most you're saying that people are having a rowdy protest. I don't think there's been any like damaging or looting or any shit like that. I think that a food donation center got looted by people. I don't know if that was confirmed to be protesters or not, but that definitely happened. So I want to just say that. Okay. And maybe that might've been 5% of some shit protesters, but either way though, that was just one thing that happened. But for the most part, I don't think there's been any major thing. Uh, I watched a video, the last video I watched right before the podcast was they were talking about trying to, I think they wanted to get federal police involved because local police are siding with the protesters. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I heard, I, that was a thing that they're saying, and I'm, that may, I'm not sure how accurate that is because that was just a news clip and that was from a, that was from a mainstream news site. So we know how credible they are. Uh, some bring, things I want to bring up with some side stuff though. So couple i'm gonna have a quick quebec segue here uh quebec way a quebec way if you will so <laughs> there was a viral video of some kids on a quebec talk show this was on okay and i want to say i this this clip is hard to find so google russell brand russell brand podcast quebec viral kids um it's these kids on this talk show that when they're asked what should we do with the unvaccinated the kids say call the police yeah, call the police. Oh, that's creepy. And again, that's I know it's just a kid, but that's somebody's kid. So somebody's telling their kid that. 
And on top of that too, and I was gonna, I, I was joking about this, is that yeah, creepy. Quebec got lucky that this protest happened because they were proposing a bill, they're proposing a tax on the unvaccinated, which got shut down. But they were talking about uh, that. Yeah. And see, that's some Orwellian shit, bro. So that's where I'm like, yeah. See, they got, they yeah, got, they got, like very, 100%. they got very lucky about this protest. Quebec, Quebec, nobody's what looking is at wrong that shit. What the fuck is wrong with you, what? Quebec? I thought you, I thought you're the free-minded liberals, you fucking fascists. <laughs> that aside, because I, I know that doesn't speak for all of Quebec. I'm just joking. But still, that's like that's some sketchy shit, man. And I don't know what the, what's going on with that culture because they're like they are their own country, kind of. They're like a country within a country. But either way, so that was our big uh, way. Next on the thing. <laughs> so, like ha 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 ha, the big way. <laughs> <laughs> so, Aaron O'Toole met with the truckers, which Justin Trudeau was like, yeah, that's leading a bad example. It's not, not very becoming with a politician. Yeah. Uh, but I know it's funny because Aaron O'Toole got criticism for like supporting them but not meeting with them. So you know he's like, well, and he's putting up. He's not putting. He's not putting up. He's not. You know what I mean? Uh. So now there's talk about Ottawa being under siege, which I think is a bit of a exaggeration. But if it is, though, I was going to say that the government's going to lose, though, because truckers' their job is to literally live in their truck for long periods of time. <laughs> they have the advantage <laughs> but like right now it's fucking freezing in uh, Ottawa it's like isn't it like 16 degrees I don't know apparently it's fucking cold uh, so I was just going to say as a thing like as an, as an opinion about stuff though I again I kind of worry about healthcare workers because like I think that hospitals are still kind of rocked with a lot of shit and I don't know if undoing any policies oh yeah because I, I didn't clarify with this whole movement so the movement started as like a thing fuck sorry this is actually really important so the truckers are gonna have to start getting vax passed for going in between the united states and canada which both countries agreed upon but if you were unvaccinated you have to be in a like a 10 to 14 day quarantine period which would be like i think it fucks you if you're a trucker so just like it was unfeasible so it's basically just pressuring you into yeah. get vaccine or get another job and I don't agree with a vax mandate on that level that like forces people in submission like that. I'd rather like I mean, thing. are truckers really at risk? Like, isn't that kind of like an isolated profession? That's kind of the, well, that's the argument too, right? And again, ninety percent of them are. So it feels like okay, well, that's you know what I mean. That feels like that's not even like an unreasonable amount in the company. Again, they just let that ten percent be and be, and it's fine. Uh, that aside, and again, maybe because they're going in between borders, but then that doesn't excuse the government wanting to. And I think that I don't think they're going further on it but they're like talking about doing it in between in between provincial borders which is like okay fuck you international borders maybe you have an argument for that provincial borders get mm -hmm. fucked bro that's yeah that's just why are you extending that sorry that's an opinion mother that's my opinion uh but again i'm and again I, i'm saying all this shit but i'm like again i just i'm worried about health coworkers and their burden for trudeau's yeah. trudeau's, trudeau's speech law so I'm going to summarize it for everybody so you don't have to go through half an hour of it. You have the right to protest, but please don't. Hateful symbols are bad. I have a handle on things, yeah? Just trust me, buddy. Aaron O'Toole is a bad role model. 
and the protesters are a fringe group, which is not true. So you don't have to watch this half an hour, like, address to the people, which was just very, like, blah. And... Yeah, and that's kind of where... Oh, sorry, one more thing. A couple other funny things with the news thing. So they originally, I think, again, I can't remember if I mentioned that they initially thought it was going to be uh, Canadian January 6th, where the news was saying that. But they also suggested that it was like a Russian collusion thing, like the 2016 election in, in America. Canada's fucking with Russia now. I don't know, sorry, I mean Russia's fucking with Canada now. Hmm. And then a couple things news things came up though that Trudeau is kind of getting a bit of heat for politicizing the whole vaccine thing and kind of grouping un anti-vax people as like far right people when it's a little bit more like different than diverse than that I think. Or, and apparently they took a poll and I don't know how accurate this is though because polls are who the fuck is answering polls. But apparently, 54% of people, Canadians, want to talk about lowering restrictions. But I don't know how valid that is. That was just like what one poll person said on, I want to say it was CTV. I think it was a clip I just watched right before this. Okay. I think it's all I have for this now. Thoughts, gummy bears, opinions. Sorry, I missed what you said. I was going to say that, uh, so there's a pollster that was on, I want to say CTV that I watched right before the podcast that had said that apparently 54% of Canadians want to talk about lowering restrictions. That's cute, Kitty. Right. And I, again, I don't know how accurate polls are because who the fuck is answering polls? I've never answered a poll in my life. Yeah, yeah. We've definitely said that before. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's again, it's... I, yeah, either way. So, the... Yeah, but I don't know, that's kind of a... That's something where I can think about, yeah, like that doesn't... Even if there's, say there's, even if there's like a margin, error, margin of error on that of 10%, then that's still either 40 or 60% of the country, which is a sizable amount. And again, I don't really agree with tyranny of the majority of the, oh, you should just listen just because of that. And again, one more, I think, a very valid criticism of Trudeau is that through a lot of his policy pushing for why we need more restrictions, he hasn't really done a lot of like, okay, here's the data, here's the lowered numbers, here's, you know what I mean? Here's the showing what this will work, right? Here's why we need an extra thing on top of that, right? Or, and again, I would even argue that, okay, so if you have a mandate and it's working, don't need another Adam Monday mandate, just keep that one because it'll keep working. You know what I mean? Like adding another one that just seems like you're just, oh, and another one. Like just one more little thing for you to have a little, oh, that's another control thing I did. I did a thing to move some shit along and push some paper. And yeah, so I don't know. Thoughts, Gummy Bear? What do you think about this whole thing?
Sorry, my headphone fell out. Oh, shit. Just for the last thing that you said. Like, how much of the last thing? Just, like, whatever the last, like, three words you said. Okay. Well, sorry, just saying that I, uh... Yeah, like, I think Trudeau hasn't done a good job of making the argument. If you're going to make the argument for, like, here's why we should do these... Here's why we should do these restrictions and these policies that I want to push forward. And here's what they here's why they will work. He just has a lot of this will work. Trust me. And this happened with I think when I skimmed his child his child uh fucking his child whatever it's called the ten dollar daycare thing because I skimmed that in the summertime and they went over that and there was like right. there was there wasn't they just kept saying it would work because studies show but they didn't cite any studies they just kept saying it. <laughs> So, and that's where I'm kind of thinking, like, dude, yes, back yes. up what you're saying. Because, again, I don't like, because, again, vaccines work and shit like that. It's fine. Yeah. But, again, at the same time, we're almost at herd immunity. And if you want to add that thing for 5%, set a fucking goalpost. Be like, when 85% of the vac- population has done that. Or, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you've still set no goalposts. And I think that's my ultimate art- criticism on this, right? Is that, like, you have to give people an endpoint, right? You can't just have people jogging an endless marathon, you keep on jogging, you're like tired, you're thirsty, you're fed up, you want to stop jogging, you want to sit down, you want to be done your marathon, but you don't know when it's over yet. You don't know when you're going to hit your goalpost. So I keep saying is, no, we're almost there. We'll be there soon. We're doing so good. Our numbers are down. See, less people have been dying on this marathon than they've been dying before. So it's okay. And it's going to keep working, but just like keep trusting us. But we're almost there. But we're not going to say where it is, but we're almost there. I think okay. that it's not unreasonable to have a light goalpost. And even just give yourself some margin there and be like, dude, this might we might have to push this back, but here's what our goal is. Here's what we'd like to end. here's like a deadline. Or and again too, or some kind of thing too, about here's why where hospitals are so overflowed. All of our hospitals are so overflowed, and here's our static, here's our statistics, and here's why we can't do this. Which I think is a fair argument too, because I, I hear a lot a lot of hospitals being overloaded still. So make that argument as to why you know you need these things. He's not making good arguments. He's not, you know what I mean? He's not giving any good arguments for why he's making his positions or policies. I'm sorry. Why sorry? I'm very tired. Me too. My voice hurts like hell. Mm -hmm. Talking so much. We can can, can tie it off here. Yeah, like uh, Mm -hmm. I've basically hit my wall. That's fine. And anything, any anything you want to add on to it, we can add on. But that was about the that was what I wanted to cover for the uh, protest. So, quick summary. Is that yeah. it's more complicated than it seems. They have been peaceful. Everything always is. Oh, but I want to say is one thing. I want to criticize the protests because I do have a big problem with this. Is they've been doing the honking thing where they're honking their horns incessantly. And this pisses me off because they're doing the argument being like, oh, they're protesting. It's their voice. But I'm like, okay, but you're involving the entire city in it and you're being an asshole. And there was like a viral video of a guy freaking out on the street being like, you guys, fuck you guys. Like I haven't slept in three days. Blah, blah, blah. And people were like, Ugh, like go buy some earplugs, yeah. And I'm like, 
No, you're involving. Oh my if God. you're honking, like you're not, you're not protesting peacefully. You're not I'm even too tired. I couldn't even get into the racist double standards from the conservative party, and I'm oh, don't don't do the racist double standards. I'm too tired. I'm so dude, tired. We'll do, I can't. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do it tomorrow. But I was gonna say though that it was like the. So I think that there's. Don't get me wrong. The pro. Some of the some of the protesters are being assholes. And I don't agree with the horn honking at all. That's being a fucking asshole. You can protest, but the horn honking thing for the entire city. That's like. That's yeah. a fucking dick move. You're being you're involving the entire city. Rude. So I want to clarify, I'm not completely on the side of the protesters either. I don't even know where I stand on that. I'm just kind of like, I just want I want the hospital workers to get a fucking break. I really do, and even if that means maybe expanding, like you know what I mean, like investing in like building some building some more like hospitals and shit like that, and like investing in, like here motivating people to become doctors and nurses. And maybe that's an oversimplified view, but I'm just like, I don't know. Like, oh, oh, perfect. Oh, that is just perfect. I don't think so. I know nothing about policy. I'm just a simple pilot. Captain. No, it's just perfect because it leads into what I'm going to talk about. What do you need? Well, that'll be when we hit local waters next time. Sneak peek. For local waters. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, so stay tuned for that. Excuse me. <laughs> you better make that. I better meet them. Up I saw a sword from shoveling all day. So sit down, sit down, sit down. So, yeah, Gummy Bear, I was saying, though, that Neil Young moved his music to a more ethical and responsible company than Spotify. Which company is that, Captain? Amazon. <laughs> and for all you Neil Young fans, he is giving out a free four-month subscription to Amazon Music, not sponsored oh, by Amazon. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Jeff Bezos exploring the cosmos. <laughs> Space cowboy. That's the thing I don't think people talk about enough. Is he went to space, he came back, and he became a cowboy. How come nobody talks about how going to go? He went to space, so when he came back a cowboy, though, how come nobody talks about his transformation? Do you see not how he transformed into a cowboy wearing a hat after that? I didn't know going to space made you a cowboy. That was just insane, dude. No, all the Doctor Evil memes were just, just perfect. Oh, those were the most. Those were the best. They were my favorites in a while, yeah. Well, it's when, because now you don't have to parody reality. Reality is parody now. Yeah, you just gotta enjoy it, I guess. Enjoy for what it is. Now, I think I say we now we troll on into some local waters, hosted by Quartermaster Gummy Bear. Hey, that's me. That's me. It's my turn. It's your time to shine. I always fumble, and like, right at the beginning, of, I'm always like, yeah, I'm ready beforehand. I'm like, let's go, let's do this. And then as soon as it's actually time to go, I'm like, and, uh. That's called performance anxiety. Oh, dear. Don't worry. I mean, like, there's no one even here. There's no one here. Really. It's okay. You know, some podcasters, like, do their shit live sometimes. How? How do you do that? It's crazy. Well, I would worry about speech regulation just because I can't control what I say. And by can't, I mean I don't like to. <laughs> <laughs>
so we come to an impasse. Well, you know, I know we we went really long for the the first segment there. So I'm gonna try not to completely ramble ramble along. I'm not gonna be doing a part two about the pipeline stuff today because we're talking about local water, it's not beyond the coast. I don't know if we'll get to that. Like we'll see. We'll see what happens. The ball the the ball keeps rolling. There's things that there's a lot of other things I wanna talk about. There's things that happen that, that I end up having to talk about. Mm-hmm. So today I would really like to talk about the doctor shortage. Okay. As you may know, in the valley last summer, we lost two or three doctors. Some just left, some retired, and it left quite a few thousand people without a doctor. And even before that, new people coming into town had a hard time finding a doctor here in the valley for quite a long time. But this just made it a lot worse. And then we have, you know, a lot more people than we used to back then as well. Hmm. It's actually not just the valley, obviously. It's the whole island and then also the whole province and to some extent the whole country, but not as bad in some places, in some provinces as it is here. Quebec's pretty bad too, but for different reasons that are crazy. Well, yeah, it's French. Look look it up. Look, no, look it up actually, (laughs) because we don't have time to get into it. But I learned some stuff about the rules in Quebec for doctors and stuff and it's absolutely ridiculous they have their own problem there but like we're not talking about we're not talking about Quebec today it's local waters Mm. so did you hear about the the doctors leaving the summer no I did not hear about that not at all maybe I heard about it in passing (laughs) I mean I'm not I mean I shouldn't be surprised like I ask you that at some point every time during local waters and you always say no I think something's affecting my memory. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor shortage, though. I feel like it's something I probably hear. I probably hear regularly, but it's more just like, oh, yeah, right. That's a thing. Yeah. So in obviously the more rural places on the island are worse off. Um, And Victoria as well has been really bad. And it's about to get a lot worse for them than it is for us. I think ratio wise, population wise. I forgot to say, this is kind of more off the cuff than than some of my other stuff I talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there, there is a lot of, this is, there is like a lot of news co- coverage about it, even from just the last couple days. Even just a couple hours ago, there was a post on the Comox Rally subreddit asking how easy was it to get a family doctor in the Comox Valley, and it was actually from someone in Victoria I'm hoping to find a doctor up island, I guess, like commute to the doctor, uh, which mm. is crazy because obviously like Nanaimo and Victoria, any of like the more southern, like bigger cities on the island always and always have had more resources than North Island. And it's absolutely crazy to me that also, also sorry, and I believe so. This is just my speculation. This person from Victoria is asking on a Comox Valley forum for information about like the doctor situation because they obviously haven't heard that it's bad up here too. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, yeah, I have until like April. So what I read in the news recently from Victoria is that there's just two doctors leaving this one clinic in Victoria. And they're both young doctors, 
it's not like they're retiring. They're just like, fuck this. And I'll get into that a little bit later as to like speculation to the why. Mm. Um, and they're leaving in, in April. And this person's saying, I have until April. How much do you want to bet one of these guys is their doctor? Because it's like a huge practice. And then the rest of the, cl- the doctors who might work there in this clinic might have to leave or something. So there's already like tens of thousands of people without a doctor. And then this is going to be like even worse. As I said before, even more people. And in Victoria, it's like, up to, in Victoria, the number's like up to 100,000, I think. With people who don't have a family doctor, they have to just go to walk-in clinics or the emergency room. I have uh, I have a few thoughts um, off the bat okay. about the, that situation. First off, yeah, for the resource thing, that's interesting because I have had the, I can't say luxury, but I have... I've known two people that have had to be flown via helicopter from here because our hospital can't handle certain brain hemorrhaging or some stuff like that, certain intense yeah. stuff like that. Like most. And, <laughs> and I and I don't know. I don't know how serious that is, but that's just like, and I'm being very broad with th- that too. I don't I, we like really have any trauma care here. Anytime there's any kind of accident, it's Victoria. You're going to, you're going mm-hmm. to Victoria. Via if helicopter. it's like major, yeah, yep. Yeah, that's interesting though, and obviously, and obviously, the same kind of thing too. To be fair, a general practitioner is different than like a critical, a specialist like that would be, right? Yeah. Like that would be a specialist in that, like you know, in that kind of thing. Well, so I'm talking up to two things. So first off, any rural circumstance, you will have a harder access to resources, and that's not that's just a reality of that because most that's re- most people don't move to rural places or don't live there very or don't like live there because they're rural right you want to be closer to resources as a thing right so that's why big cities just get bigger and like small places do get bigger over time but for it's like a slower burn yeah but that's kind of the thing with rurality now that being said that's like there's a few jobs like that there's other jobs that are you're guaranteed almost guaranteed a job if you're willing to go somewhere rural but almost no one is because they want to be close to resources right Comox Valley, and this is like the dirty secret for the 50 people that are listening. Thank you. We, it's, we have enough, we have like the resort, we have like the rough resources of a small city collectively between the three areas, with the exception of, you know, a trauma center, but that's Victoria. That's like fancy Victoria shit. (laughs) Sorry. My point though, being that we're like, you know what I mean? We're decently sized with a decent amount of resources all around. Nanaimo is not a far drive off either. So we're like kind of the benefits of a small town with the close accessibility of a small city. And that's the benefit. And I think that's, I think that's one of the big attractions of like the Valley, right? Especially for retirement folks. Cause mm-hmm. they kind of get left alone, but they're not far from resources if they need it. So they don't have all those kids on, on their lawn, as we know is the <laughs> main concern of old people, all the olds. So as for the, uh, shortage of doctor things too, though, actually, uh, fuck. Ums. See, when I'm speaking off the cuff, that's my my ums or your likes. Ums are a lot easier to take out than likes. Trust me. I believe you. We actually have the luxury of having a um, of us of a um, I will say a message from a listener of the podcast giving their opinion, their two cents. Uh, this this listener is a uh, former nurse with a master's degree, and so they know stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, that's awesome. Uh, but anyway, though, so they said, quote, 
Yeah, I heard the island is having trouble retaining them. Sorry, talking about doctors. I think that the new generation of doctors want work-life balance. They don't take on as many patients or as long work hours. The older doctors would take way more, so when they retire, they can't find a new doctor who wants to work as many hours. That's my opinion. It's an issue everywhere, but in the North, we also have the issue in rural lifestyles. And that would be like... And that is like, you know, the, like the more farther north you go to, right, they become the ruralist part of BC is ironic. It's actually funny is I always thought it was like an ironic thing between like, uh, never mind, I, I guess I can't say that. But it was kind of like just how it's almost like geographically wise when you get more rural, when you go to like the southern part of the US, you kind of that's like the same thing in like northern Canada as you get more rural in like a weird opposite way, because everything's almost like between the median line. But that's like a very broad statement and might be very wrong. Sorry. Well, that aside, though, oh, sorry, go go. I here. mean, the numbers that these doctors are taking on is before leaving, or just like in general, is actually insane, and I kind of don't blame them. I mean, when they they can't do anything, they basically have to be on like twenty four seven. Like if they don't, if there's not enough doctors, they. If they have, if they want to go anywhere or do any anything, they have to make sure another doctor can like, cover their patients. And like, if there's less doctors, then how are they going to be able to do that? And I don't blame anyone for wanting to like be a doctor and do good, but like not also like, fucking work themselves to the the bone. And I'm going to get into the money thing because it doesn't sound like they're. It sounds like they are working really. They are working really hard, and they want. <sighs> And they're just, like, not even fucking getting paid enough for it. Which is what I, I would really like to get into next. It's, like, my, the meat. This is the the biggest, the, the, the protein of my doctor shortage talk. I think we've had, like, the veggies. And we're going to have the protein. We're going to get into the meat. And then maybe we'll just have, like, a little carb after. Well, I have a quick uh, anecdote for that as, a, as the whole thing. <laughs> Sorry, as for the whole wanting to work less hours and being more reasonable with that. This is an anecdote I heard one time from, I think this was the doctor that, it was like one of the main doctors that founded like the American, the, like the big collectivization of like the American medical institutions. Mm-hmm. And they also were like the lead doctor in designing the, uh, student like the uh, the what, what what do you call an intern doctor? There's a specific name for it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like it's on Scrubs. Resident. resident, yes, the residency program. Thank you. So in the residency program, as everyone knows, has like fucking insane hours that no human should have to work. But doctors that yeah. are in charge of keeping people alive have to work these fucking ridiculous hours. You wouldn't ask of like a trucker. Or anyone operating heavy machinery or flying an airplane, all these things that we let doctors do, just FYI. Not sorry, I'm not trying to be condescending. I just that seems like a really big oversight. Yeah, no, That's yeah. this seems like a very fucking huge oversight in like North American culture. And I don't know what it's like in other parts of the world. That aside, my point is though, in this so the guy that designed the system though, he was okay, so at the time cocaine had only recently been discovered. <laughs> and he was he was using it to treat himself for like pain he had oh, and then he got addicted Christ. to it and so if anyone that knows what people on cocaine are like about it's like just imagine me like okay now we're gonna do it we're gonna do 10 more patients come on you fucking slow people we're gonna do it let's heal these everybody we're gonna fucking you know so 
<laughs> Let's do it. We're gonna heal them all. You on him, him on her. Yeah, get out there, fucking faster. So, just one second. Twenty more. <laughs> so, this guy. So anyway, though, and by the time it like ended, cocaine ended up being a big issue with him, and they figured out that was a problem. They treated his cocaine addiction with opium. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my my point though is that <laughs> my point is though so this guy experiencing technical difficulties we're sorry we can't get to the phone right now please leave a message after the beep uh, uh, anyway sorry about that everybody I'm, I'm not i'm pretty i thought i was pretty funny that aside so my point though being with the guy that designed the pro that did this uh that manufactured the program for which we now like and doctors work these similar hours right and it is kind of ridiculous because, again, all jokes aside, we wouldn't really ask that of any other profession where you're doing anything like where you could like cost somebody like their lives, right? And uh, Matthew Walker talks like about how is a sleep expert talks about how doctors like rarely don't get enough sleep and how it's very important, just like and again how they conduct their jobs because why would that be different than anyone else? Sorry, my point though is that we it's not. It's it's if doctors are not willing to work these intense hours, then it again it feels like that maybe the problem is the system that's demeaning that because again we wouldn't ask that of any other profession. I'm not trying to sound like a commie or anything. It's just that maybe we should just try to I don't know, like again if I had a magic wand and I could try to do something if with that no expertise whatsoever. It's just try to incentivize people going into the doctor profession. Whether it's making somehow subsidizing the student the student costs that it get it takes to become a doctor, because basically most doctors after they don't, most doctors don't start making money until late into their years. They're paying off their student loans the first like many years of them as a practicing doctor. So, yeah. and it's like and that's hard shit. Like all all school is hard and it's all different levels of hard, but being a doctor is like one of the hardest of the hard things. So again, I would, yeah. So I'd say maybe that would be, that would be one thing. Like, I think that if you could just produce, make it to the doctors, they could start making money when they like get their degree right away. And they're not just spend the first while of it paying off all their debt. I think that, but like that might help things. I don't know. Again, I, I don't know. I don't know anything about anything. I'm, I'm a fucking idiot, but that would just be, you know what I mean? Like we need to, you, we need to increase the amount of people that want to be doctors and with like those intense hours. And again, you don't make money for the first few years of your career. How many people want to do that? Well, I mean, I think that the people who are doctors who wanted to be doctors who left recently still want to be doctors. Mm-hmm. They just don't want to be doctors in BC or here. Mm-hmm. There was one doctor who retired. The rest just left to do other things elsewhere. Well, as a separate thing to bring up, sorry, because it's been coming, been brought up since I was in high school, was the silver tsunami. Is the, just the, that we... Oh, yes. 
And I don't know. I don't know. How, I don't know how. I don't know if that's like something that they say every generation, but it's like something that sounds like it makes sense when you say it out loud. But it would depend. It depends heavily on like a civilization on their birth rates and how they maintain their population. Birth rates are going down in Canada and the U.S., but that's yeah. So do you want to talk about the money thing a little bit more? I got this is where I'm gonna read. This is where we're gonna read something. Okay. So yeah, this is from a, a post on in the Victoria subreddit because of the talking kind of about just there in general and it's anecdotal and I mean someone tell me if they're making this up. <laughs> I told you all I was gonna say it every time now, so I'm going to. So the post is titled Why We Have a Shortage of GP Medical Doctors in BC and especially Victoria. My wife, who used to be the office manager for a Vancouver specialist doctor, did the math on our own Victoria GP family doctor We feel very, that we feel very privileged to have and what he takes home each year. He works his ass off and has an absolutely packed list of clientele patients and has a nurse taking care of a lot of work as well. And according to public records, his office made 209 $93,000 in MSP billings last year. His expenses on that, and these are all estimates, but my wife has experience with these things, so the numbers come from her, are his expenses are $60,000 $60, yearly for office rent and office management costs. And, and brackets, we're estimating that, but it might be more. $55,000 salary plus government fees dpp etc for one office manager slash receptionist this is a low estimate 85,000 salary for the nurse again low balling estimate and one or sorry ten thousand dollars for incidentals that means the doctor's gross take home pre um pre-tax is 83 thousand from msp billings less than what the nurses probably paid there are s- some non-msp billings the gp can make including fees for legal documents etc but that's probably another only another ten thousand per year this means our gp's gross take home pay is rest is estimated around ninety three thousand dollars a year remember this is a quote um this is that's absolutely ridiculous i don't think doctors should make $500,000 or a million a year, but under $100,000, I know plumbers who make much more. The most common visit that doctors can bill for is at the thirty-seven fifty rate. That's for a typical 20 or sorry, 10, 10 to 15 minute visit. If you want your prescription refilled, that's $32. It's even full annual physical is billed at $75. If you ever wonder why doctors are rushing you out, it's because they make nothing per hour under the MSP billing and need volume. They also have to buy all the equipment you see in their office. The government isn't handing out expensive gear to family doctors. They buy all that stuff themselves. If you are a family doctor in BC, you are a business person operating a small business with no handouts or equipments provided by the government. If GPs in BC could make around one hundred fifty to two hundred thousand dollars a year, 
after office expenses and salaries of jobs they pay themselves like office technicians managers and nurses i think we'd have a lot more gps to sign up with this is the real and only reason why it's nearly impossible to get a general practitioner medical doctor in british columbia and especially high expenses high expense areas like victoria and vancouver it's up to us to convince the government to properly pay doctors and revise the MSP payment system. Personally, I think the MSP can stay as is, but MDs should also be paid a base salary, say 50k, and then all MSP billings, then all MSP billings makes the rest of their income and the office expenses. Hmm. Um, so that's the end of the post. So that's the end of that person chiming in and so I don't know like how well, correct I, they are, but can I speak as a um, general just, thing? Um, just one, one quick last thing um, that's in that realm that I kind of know is that first of all, I'll say, I know some of their numbers are wrong. Um, it's, <laughs> they actually like that. I looked up it is, it is in the $30 range per like visit with doctor, but it's not like the numbers that they quoted there weren't exactly correct. But I also read like, this is completely like, like again, the, my segment today is a little bit more off the cuff than usual. So I'm sorry if I'm wrong about anything, let me know. Let me know if I'm wrong about anything, please. (laughs) So I do remember reading at some point, like quite a few years ago about how doctors in BC are also only paid per thing that they do for you, like per visit. So like if you, go to the doctor and you're like, oh, I need this and like this is happening all at the same time. Like, they get paid. They don't get paid to like fill out this one prescription and then this other one and then do this other thing for you. Like they get just paid once every time you see them. Mm. And that's it. So I don't know how true that is. I'm sorry. Like I have to make sure that's clear. That well, I can. So what I can say to that is I've had doctors in the past that have let limit things to one per visit. Yeah. And I've had, uh, but my, and, and like, and I, I'd say my current doctor doesn't do that. He usually asks, like, is there anything else, ma- like anything else that I could like quickly take a look at? So my, my current doctor is pretty cool. So I'm, I, I left out with my one right now um, on the island. For me, like hearing that that's, that's the case. It was kind of like, oh shit. Then my doctor was doing me a favor a bunch of times, you know, basically. <laughs> well, one thing as I was going to say is a very general statement. So this is very, me being very broad and I could be very wrong, but essentially like if you want to, I think the key differences between the key differences between like the American and the like, Canadian healthcare system is the American ones privatized and for the, for the most part and the, except for some some places and um the canadian one is more um socialized across like with the government being that and the big interference with that is the government so i think in the u.s they let i think i think the so i think the argument in the and I, this is me talking on mass but like u.s politics quickly but like i think the issue is a lot of it is like drug companies pharmaceutical companies like they put their thumb on the scale for legislation that goes through but they get to dictate prices uh, where in Canada, the government has more of a like, no, they basically tell these companies, like, I, I assume it goes for, it definitely goes for doctors. So, and I assume it goes for prescription prices too. That's why that my that's why my foot fungus prescription is, oh my God. Yeah. So my foot fungus prescription, speaking of that shit, this is gross. Let's talk about my gross seat. <laughs> oh, yeah, by no, the way, is... you have a foot no, fungus. Is... I guess you want to put that out there for him. 
Probably perfect that's example cool. for anybody for anybody that cares about my foot fungus. But no, this is actually a perfect example though. So in Canada, foot fungus stuff costs eighty bucks. And I was in student plan because I was in, I'm in college right now, so just like got cut down by a bit, which is lucky. But point is like eighty bucks at like just regular consumer price, right? Same shit in America, thousand. I I'll I'm gonna I'm gonna double check that after when you if you respond to this, but I'm, it was like, yeah. So the and that's because Canada, so the government. This is an instance of the government doing a good thing and like again not letting them like gouge you for something that should be as over the counter as foot fungus medication. It's not a difficult thing to treat. And so as a simple, also as a simple fix, and this is about what is going to end in my point before I give it back to you is that the so it seems like so the government just like is a block at where doctors can charge. They just need to up that bar and allow them to charge more to compensate for inflation. Cause again, like as part of, so inflation is already happening cause it is, but inflation is like, even if when it's not happening in a big proportion, like it is now, it's always a normal part of an economy just happening like a little bit at a time incrementally incrementally. And that's just part of like a growth economy. It's not good when it's happening a shit ton at once, which is like right now, fun stuff. So it's like, it could be maybe like, I don't know the last time that bar was up for what doctors can charge, but if the government is in charge of like, you know what I mean? Controlling that, then that just, it might be just a basic case of just like upping that shit. And that might solve a bunch of problems, a few problems at least off the bat, at least incentivizing the current doctors that are there to keep like, keep up with what they're doing. Sorry. And that's what I'll end on before I fact check myself. (laughs) Okay. I need to take a quick break. Okay. Sorry, I just checked it. Yes. Uh, it's cost $1,000 for an 8 milliliter bottle in the US. $1,000 for an 8 milliliter bottle of foot fungus cream that has to last you. It has to last so what, you. Was it like eight drops? It has to last you. Well, it's not like an eyedropper. No, that's, like, goes no, that's, like, like, that's, like, that's like two teaspoons. Like, that's not even two teaspoons. That's, that's how not, much that no, is. Yeah. It basically kind of like you tilt it upside down and it goes into this little brush that you brush on your nail like a nail polish kind of, but it's supposed to last you nine months. Like, and that's the thing. And my, I have a mild case that so I caught mine early and I got on it. But if you, it's like really fucking bad, it can take over a year to go away. That's what I'm saying. So like, say you get a really bad case of foot fungus because if you don't treat it right away, $2,000 to get rid of that shit. And that's like, if you have it really bad on one toe, like that's fucking ridiculous. Sorry, but that was my... Sorry, I get I get pissy about some of this stuff. So, like, if you don't have a lot of money and you get a foot fungus, you just have a foot fungus now. So that's kind of the... Well, that's one of the things in the U.S. And sorry, we should end, we'll end on this before we take a break. But I was going to say that people go into... People in the... Again, I don't live in the U.S. And I don't want to speak for all Americans, right? But I know that of, of what you, everyone from the news and shit, a lot of people fear going into medical... Getting sick or getting any kind of injury because you go into medical debt because of the American system. Like yeah. the Canadian system has its flaws, but this is one of the benefits of it. And also at the same time, but not having to worry about leaving your job, which is an under, yeah, which is okay. A, but like, all right. All right. I, I do want to take a break, but like, yeah, sorry. Yeah. You like, of course, that is always the argument of, and I, oh, oh my God, am I not, am I, it's okay. I'm sorry. I'm not one, I'm 100% not advocating for the healthcare bullshit insurance infl- overinflated crap in the u.s at all at all no no i don't no 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 i'm pre i'm prefacing with what i'm before i'm gonna say that the problem with the doctor shortage that they aren't getting paid enough a lot of doctors just go to the u.s dude 
to go make a shitload more money. Well, I was going to say that's the benefit of the U.S. system. No, it's not. It is for them, but not for everyone else. That's greedy, and that sucks. No, it's best for the richest people, though. But everybody says, but every, but like people be like, oh, Canada has great health care. But it's like, okay, I just want to like anecdotally say that I waited. I had to wait two years for non-emergent ultrasound check of my organs. You know, make sure I didn't have like cancer or something. <laughs> and I've had things that have gone forgotten. For almost two years. What if I did? What if I did, though? Then then it would art. They would pretty pretty much be fucked so like there's a problem with that too right i'd say the well it's the big thing with it so like we'll, we'll can quickly end on this right the benefit like obviously the benefit of the u.s system is they get the best doctors and that's the best that's good if you happen to be if you happen to be like of the richest of rich and then you can go there that's why people all over the world go there but yeah. i'd say though back to where again socialized oh, I'm not advocating Canada, for that at all. i think it's terrible no no but again i don't i don't want that either i'm just saying though it does have its benefits and i don't want to be i don't want to say it's per- completely bad because it does technically it does have a benefit but it's just not something i would want and it's not what i want but i just want i want to yeah. say it as no, it is yeah. my point though for what i would say for the thing point in canada and again maybe just I know that throwing money at everything doesn't solve everything, but this might just be a case of having to fund that and encouraging people to go into that profession, right? That would be a way to start. And again, just figuring out how to get people to want to be more doctors, but that starts with making it worth their time. Because again, too, if people are valuing their time where they don't want to work, they don't want to work 20 hours and then sleep for eight at their workplace and then work another 20 hours and then go home for a day. Yeah, doesn't sound good at all. And even and it gets to a point too, where no matter how much you're paying somebody, that is not worth it like that that's just not worth it on the energy like that wouldn't just be worth that much to sacrifice that much of your your body for that especially if school costs too much and then there and then you have to open your own practice and then you have to buy all the equipment and pay all your staff and also like basically know how to run a business or pay someone to run your business part of it that and that's yeah that sounds complicated but i guess that's why a lot of doctors form like a group so they like hire someone, some people to like run the whole business for all of them instead of just one on one, right? Isn't that a union? No, I'm not trying to be a smart ass. I just like, isn't that conceptually a union? <laughs> it, it, I, I'm not trying to be. I just ask. It's like, like you know, most it. like that's including the one in Victoria. Like a lot of doctors' practices won't be just won't just be like one doctor's office, right? Well, don't we have Island Health though? Like we have our own health agency. So that's what I mean. We do have Island Health, right? Which is like an island, the island yeah. medical overseers. I would assume so. That's, I don't know though. Yeah. That's just like standards and stuff. Okay. It's not, it's, I mean like private, your, your doctor is like, fuck, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I got to take a break. Yeah. We got to cut this. <laughs> sorry. We got to tie this off. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to go into that. I was just like, I just wanted to say one thing. So I just want to be like, so I just can, I can be like, I'm not, there's nuance in this. I was just trying to say, I understand the nuance. Oh, yeah. but it's kind of crazy. I'm, yeah, obviously. I feel like I just said a bunch of dumb, dumb fucking shit. So, you know what? Jug meat sing would have fixed everything. <laughs> I don't actually think that that was the biggest joke. We're taking a break now, folks. I'm obviously speaking like a madman. I'm cutting you off now. How dare you? I'm the cow. Pass us sore from shoveling all day. 
So sit down, sit down, sit down. Our backs are sore from shoveling all day. So, 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 so. I'm not as good of a singer as our bard. No, oh, way. I love this song, though. Me too. Thank you, Jacob. I want to. I want Jacob on the pod. I would like to have Jacob on the podcast. I'd like to have our bard on the podcast and just talk to him one day. Summer project. He said he's done. We're just gonna. Well, I want to do. Well, I want to do for the summertime feast and friends. I want to get Jacob on because that's like the perfect thing for like it's after they after the anniversary of the podcast. Jacob again is like he's like because yeah. I love our theme music so much and I would love to just like just have him. I have, have. I want him on record with us. And be like, hey, what's up, bro? <laughs> Yeah, for the record, that's what you want to be no my. It's just credit me as just Jacob, just mononym like Madonna. Yeah, just like that. Although I gotta say, I prefer I prefer Jacob over Madonna. I find her quite. She's not fun to hang out with. But that aside, he's talented. He could be male Madonna one day. He would be better than Madonna. How dare you? Jacob would be superior to Madonna. <laughs> He wouldn't okay. come back with a psychologically induced British accent. So yeah, let's go to Captain's let's Kitchen. Let's go to Captain's Kitchen though. On to the Captain's Kitchen of food and stuff. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to talk about one of my favorite recipes. This is one of my favorite recipes. I guess they're all my favorite recipes. This is my favorite recipe. Borscht. So the borscht recipe... I've had this one for years actually, and I've uh, I've added to it over the years and kind of to do things to change it. And it's a uh, pretty pretty versatile, I'd say. And it's a great I want to say this is a great budget meal that keeps you healthy. Now this is purely anecdotal, but I have a theory about why the Russians are some of the hardest people on earth because they live in the most desolate terrain that humans are not meant to inhabit, yet they successfully do it. They do it because of borscht. Because borscht itself is the most powerful of all the stews. It has all the vitamin C and nutrients oh, from meats. Oh, yes, because it is so all, disgusting. All the protein. Hush, gummy bear. <laughs> you hush. And then it has the protein and the power from all the meat <laughs> inside of it. And it doesn't even taste like the beets you cook it in. It is amazing. And I've made it better. So if there are any Russians listening to this, please feel free to comment and tell me I'm wrong. I challenge you on this. Borshoff. Good old-fashioned Borshoff. So I'm going to start with the recipe and then I'll go into uh, structure. So gather around here as we enter Captain's Kitchen, open up some cupboards, and see what we're cooking today. Now, before you cook these things, I'm going to need you to gather the following ingredients. Gummy bear. There's something you'd like to say. Okay. I did not try the borscht. I, I wasn't even invited to try the borscht. Because I made it very clear that I do not like beets at all. I do not like pork. And you I just don't even want to try it. Because why waste it? If you think it's good and it's probably good to some people, why why give it to me and then waste it? Because I'm just not going to eat it. Would you try it, though? Would you try it? I would. I mean, yeah, sure. I guess I would try it again. Like, I mean, I haven't tried yours. I would. I would. I would try it and with an open mind. Would you try it in a house? Would you try it with a mouse? No, no, I'm not the green eggs and ham guy. I like would try it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't let me go on. I don't actually remember the rest of it, so I was gonna get improvised. I'm not that guy. Like I would, I would, I would try it. But I've tried borscht. I like. I just don't like beets. I've tried them in different ways. I, you know, 
It doesn't taste like beets, though. When I, when I, you know, when I got older, I thought, you know, maybe I just didn't like the fact that, like, I've only tried beets from a can, and that's really gross. So I've tried, like, I've tried to try beets in different ways, and I fucking don't like them, so... Well, if we ever get Pewan, we'll have to talk about that salad we invented with the pickled beets. That's fucking bomb ass. Oh, you know what? I did like the gold beets, the roasted. I didn't like the. Yeah. It's the purple ones. I didn't. I, I tried those. I tried the pickled. I don't like pickles. Don't like beets. That was a bad combo. I liked the roasted golden beets. Love that. They That's were right. actually tasty. Roasted golden beets. But are they weren't like the purple awesome. beets in there. I don't like them. I've tried them. I've tried to try them so many different ways and like let's not get caught in the beat loop because we're caught in the beat loop right now of me telling you that i don't like the beats and then saying the same thing over and over again so this that's all i'm gonna say and that's why i have not tried the borscht and it's not because i'm i'm not condoning the borscht that the borscht is bad and i might make like some ew <laughs> jokes but that's just because i don't like purple beats please continue you heard her folks she got no beats Gummy bears got no beats. I'm yeah, I'm really I'm sorry. It's okay. Just got no I beats. Feel bad. It's okay. Gummy bears just don't got no beats. <laughs> no beats here. No beats. No beats there. And beats and tarn. <laughs> say it. Say it like. Say it like a stereotype. Like I'm beats intolerant. <laughs> Did a beat touch that plate? I can't have it. I'll blow it up. I'm beats intolerant. <laughs> Try to say it like Karen. <laughs> say it like a Karen. Are there any beats in this? Because I'm beats intolerant. <laughs> Nailed it. Was that good? I think that was pretty good. That's pretty good. You sounded pretty, you sounded pretty entitled. <laughs> I'd say like you could have gone like twenty percent more entitled, maybe ten percent more bay leaf, but other than that, it was it's okay. That was fun. Okay, please, please tell us the about the borscht. The borscht, and, and tell us about how much you love it and how good it is because I'm sure it is. That sounded sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be sincere. I'm, I'm sorry. Like I'm legitimate. Oh, I'm sure. Gummy bear, you're so. Lots of people like borscht. Please tell them how to make it. It's okay not to. It's okay. I'm going to mute my mic now. Bye. It's okay. Fine. You don't have to do that. It's a podcast. I mean, very, you're supposed to contribute. Although I'm going to be honest, I found the mute button. It's been amazing. Because like when I have to clear my throat, it's dope. So that was a fun find. So the ingredients for borscht. So start off with, sorry, and I should clarify with this too. As a sorry, as a quick disclaimer, you can sub out some things within this recipe as long as it's within the same category. Like for a quick example, pork sausage. I made this with thick bacon the other day, and it was so delicious, it was ridiculous. But then also you can swap out kind of different beets and make a board like with that kind of too, and it would be you have different flavor profiles. But that being said, here is my standard recipe for borscht, and I've also actually cut this recipe down for maybe it's like for one person for two or three days or three or four days it depends it could be like a hearty family meal but i i don't i didn't make this one as big as my normal one so you don't have to cut this one down if you make this i should clarify two pounds of pork sausage two medium beets red beets that are shredded two large carrots that are peeled and then shredded two to three white potatoes you can peel them i don't because all the nutrients is in the is in the peelings about a tablespoon of olive oil, one medium sliced onion, half a can of tomato paste, half a cup of water, 
one quarter of a green cabbage, half a can of diced tomatoes, three sliced cloves of garlic, salt and pepper to taste, and half a can of frozen OJ, orange juice, for anybody listening in another country, because we have some... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it is, but we we have list, We do have people all over different different countries, so I don't know about con- contracts. But yes, orange juice. Sorry. And then uh, sour cream is an optional thing, and we'll get to that at the end. And proper cook fashion, mise en place. Get all your ingredients together, everything in place, as the French say it. So first, you're going to oh shit, one last thing too. Sorry, you're going to need one to two liters of beef stock, but that'll be the first thing you do here. So first thing you're going to do is put your liquid into a big pot. And add your bouillon to it, or your, well, I use better than bouillon, like the canned shit, or well, the jarred stuff, sorry. Um, but you can use regular bouillon. Just make sure it's, like, it's good and beefy. So whatever you like for that amount. Then you're going to take the sausage, and you're going to cook that off into a pan, or the meat, too. So if it was a bacon, I would lay it out on a tray in the oven and crisp it off as much as I can and render off as much fat as possible. And same thing with the pork sausage. Cook it all, cook off all the pork until it's thoroughly cooked, and then render off all the fat and save that fat because you can cook with that shit. We're going to get into that. (laughs) Then in a separate pot, you're going to start cooking your onion and cook your onion in your rendered bacon fat or pork sausage fat or meat fat, sorry, I'll say. And so just cook your onion off until it's like, oh shit, I can't remember the word for it. It's um, glassy. What's the word I'm thinking of sweating it? Like you sweat it until it like looks sweaty. I think that's just, is that it? It sounds really, I haven't had to, it's articulating it. I haven't had to, I haven't, I just do this in my head. I haven't had to articulate this in a while. It's <laughs> 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 like a thing until it's like, so I you, don't know. you sweat it a little bit in the pan on like a low heat until it's like kind of more malleable and moist and mushy. I don't know what I'm saying here. Sorry. I'm overthinking this now. Anyway, though, after a while, so after your onion, though, is sweated after two to three minutes, we'll say, or I'll say three, three to four minutes, then you're going to add your tomato paste in there and then cook that and stir that around. And you're going to have to scrape the bottom of the pot regularly. And it's going to be the same as cooking a roux. So if you're making a gravy and you have that starch or whatever that you're cooking and you're scraping the bottom of the pot to get it to where you want to. Tomato paste is the exact same way, except it's just caramelization because the whole thing with it is you're caramelizing the sugars in the tomato paste. And that's what that brown is. is. So it's like if it's brown and not, it's not necessarily burnt, that's just like sweet, beautiful caramelization. Captain Kidd's favorite fucking flavor profile. Yes, his favorite, your favorite thing. Yes, Gummy, Gummy Bear gets, doesn't knows how much I love my caramelized onions. I'm very, very, I caramelize onions and everything. It's probably sickening to some, but not to me because I fucking love them. So after <laughs> so after you've made your tomato paste roux, after a while, you're going to, after that's cooked thoroughly and that's, you cook your tomato paste for maybe, I don't know, again, three to four minutes. But again, when it starts browning regularly, just mix it in so it's all thoroughly mixed. Then whisk that into your stock quickly. And that's going to have the kind of similar reaction to thicken it up a little bit too. And that'll mix into your two, two liter, one to two liters of beef stock. And then whisk that shit so that the, to all the tomato paste breaks up and you don't get chunkies. After that, turn it, oh, sorry, turn it up to temperature. Shit, this should, sorry, this should have been on a, fuck, I am so bad at this. You should have been heating the stock this entire time. The stock <laughs> should have been like simmering or try to get it to simmer t- temperature because you're going to throw in, you're going to throw in your beets and carrots. You're going to cook your beets and carrots for like two to three minutes. It's not going to take very long because the beets are, carrots are shredded. So they're very small. 
just until the beets, the color comes out of them. And you can tell by if you lift them up on a spoon, they'll be like, so, okay, when you shred the beets, you're going to get red stuff everywhere and it's going to look like you murdered somebody. Like, you just don't, like, go out in public after that, too. Someone will think you committed a murder and you're going to get framed and it's going to be a whole shit show. So just wash the beets off thoroughly when you shred them. But after you've cooked them, uh, they'll look pretty, like, kind of glassy and they'll have lost a bunch of their color. So they won't have completely done it, but that's how you know that they're at the next stage. Once they've lost their color, toss in your diced potatoes, your rendered off meat, and your sliced garlic. And as a clarification too for earlier in the recipe, the amount of roux or fat that you're going to use from your meat to cook your onions in, you don't need all of it. You're only going to need a bit of it just for like extra little flavor oomph. So it's not like you save all the meat fat and put it all in the onion thing. That'll make it too fatty. Just do like a little bit to saute the onions to get some extra flavor in there. Um, just starts. I didn't emphasize that when I said reuse the fat from the meat you cook off, but sorry there. So after you add your re-add your meat, yeah, sorry, re-add your meat, potatoes, garlic, cook those until your potatoes are half tender, like kind of, you don't want them completely easily falling off a knife because they're still going to have some way to go as you add in your cabbage and diced tomatoes. So again, potatoes, two, three minutes maybe with your garlic. And then step six, I haven't been numbering these out loud. Cabbage and diced tomatoes, mm. canned diced tomatoes. Cook that for, again, three to five minutes. Everything's going to melt together. From here, add your salt and pepper to taste and everything, have everything melt in there. And your half can of frozen OJ. Now, here's why this is a critical thing. So typically in these recipes, now, borscht is one of those things where, depending on who you ask... It originated there. Now, right now, there's stuff happening between Russia and Ukraine, so I don't want to add any fuel to the fire. But they will dispute where borscht came from. As a cult, this happened in my in culinary school when like years ago for me, where I think somebody was doing it a Russian way, somebody's doing it a Ukrainian way, and they argued about it in class, and the chef and the chef had to be like, it's cultural to this thing, like you know what I mean? Like a lot of food has that kind of you know what I mean, where it splinters across those cultures and usually because like one other one then it's like one culture gets it first so they have similar resources a lot of crazy historical shit and food's not very well documented historically because food's only been considered an interesting thing for the last 200 years <laughs> for thousands yeah. of years you just ate it to survive that was it and i actually want to call out a youtuber the um, j dick mcdowell i'm probably saying his name wrong but he does a lot of culture stuff and he does a really great video on how where food, where different types of food originates from and how most come from like two degrees of separation. So I'd, I'd implore a lot of people to go to that YouTube. It's one of my favorite videos. Um, sorry. But anyway, that aside, the back to the OJ though. So why the OJ is important is a lot of people would use sugar in their borscht, which makes it sweet to offset everything, the earthiness of all the beets and the um, sausage meat. The OJ is better because it's not as sweet as the sugar. So you're not getting as like an overly sweet taste. But the acidity from the oranges helps bring out flavor because acidity also helps open up like your flavor, pour, your flavor stuff on your, your flavor, pour things on your tongue. You get that extra, you get more, all that extra rich flavor that it's all like perfectly earthly, earthly, earth, earthly, earth, illy balanced within the borscht, making it like completely perfect. So it's not too sweet. It's not too earthy, but just like a little bit, like there's a little bit of dirt earth in there, but not too much. You don't want too much dirt in your food. <laughs> so I was joking. I was thinking it's funny about the earthy flavor profile because it's like, yeah, it tastes like dirt. It's like, cause that's what earth means. Earth means dirt. Hey. 
Sorry, anyway. Yeah, and then uh, I wouldn't cook that for too much longer because then it's mostly from there. I'd use it for like a reheating recipe. It's really well just to like heat up. Uh, I would say as a thing to it, and this is on the side of using maybe more stock because I said two liters, but when you let it sit, the cabbage will absorb a fuck, sorry, a shit ton more of the liquid in there. So usually whenever I'm like reheating it up the next day, I have to add like a little bit of water into it. And it still has the, all the flavor, but it just, it all went into the cabbage. So even though I said one to two liters, I'd say if maybe even try three liters. I haven't experimented beyond there. This is just like the first time I've messed with this recipe in a while because I was sick. And I forgot that this is like my sick recipe because borscht cures everything because that's why Russians are so powerful. So this is my sick recipe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really honestly, it is the thing where I don't like soup, but soup's a really good thing to eat when you're sick because it's like easy on your stomach. You don't like soup? No, I don't like soup. I like soup if I make it, but I don't like soup if anyone else makes it. I'm pretty, I'm pretty arrogant. <laughs> okay, fine. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> what were you going to say? I'm so curious what you were gonna say. Never mind. Please tell me what you're gonna say, Gummy Bear. No, I'm Gandalf right now. Gandalf. I'm gonna keep my secrets. Can you keep your wizardy wizardy secrets. You tricky yes. wizard. That's why you never trust a wizard. That's what they say. I never trust a wizard. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all I really had to say on that uh, recipe, though. And that's a like I said, that's a really good recipe because these a lot of these ingredients are relatively cheap pork fluctuates in price but you can swap out beef easily and so for anybody on a budget it's really good but it's also pretty tasty and again i, I understand if you don't like beets but i implore you to try this because it doesn't taste like beets like i also do not like beets all right well then you know you i will make you some i will make you some sometime next time i have some cabbage well i cooked off the last some of the cabbage with i made a new thing which maybe i'll talk in the next podcast i invented I vented a new kind of bubble and squeak that's kind of gross, but kind of good at the same time. We'll get into it, but basically I fried off a bunch of cabbage. Well, maybe one day we'll have a really late corrections corner raw where I will say that I like it. Maybe we'll see if I can make you wrong. That would be a dramatic YouTube thumbnail. Is Gummy Bear wrong? Excuse me? <laughs> Who knows? Probably not. You're always right about these things. As a side note as well, I have also, though... Um, Oh, wait, do you have anything else to say about the borscht before I just quickly putz on to the next thing? No. What else can I say? Fair enough. So I, uh, I, I'll, I'll get, I'm going to give a thing <laughs> here for Gummy, Gummy Bear to insert in her half to edit this time. And it's going to be of me uh, reacting to this month's Bigfoot Donuts. They are Valentine's Day themed, and they are pretty good. I also did a better job with recording this one, I want to say, because I just paused it when I was eating because I realized I could do that. <laughs> I would say go get these donuts. They're very good. <laughs> Captain Kid here with uh, this month's Bigfoot Donuts for the month of February in 2022. All love-themed, I should say, or <laughs> Valentine's Day themed or red, I guess. So this month for uh, donuts, Jay has... A uh, regular his regular donut with a uh, raspberry raspberry mousse, the a cherry chip old fashioned donut, and a red velvet don't or regular donut. These are uh, I'm interested about these, uh, particularly red velvet because I uh, I haven't had a lot of it, so that's something I'm not uh, super experienced in. But holy shit, I love me some cherry, so I'm super stoked on that. 
has an interesting thing here off the bat. I guess we'll start with the Raspberry Moose. I don't know if this is a... Uh, I don't know if this is because of the glaze today, but because I cut this donut in half, and in the center of the donut, it's kind of dripping down onto itself, almost like an extra sauce. So I don't know if this had a bit too much or if the glaze hadn't set in the middle, uh, but that's a detail. And then he has the raspberry mousse over top of it. And let's see how this uh, goes. Sorry, quick postscript here, but the uh, Bigfoot raspberry mousse donut was also garnished with a uh, one of those little half circle like citrus candies or like they're like jelly it's like supposed to be like an orange piece but like you eat it but it's not actually orange because it's just like jelly but it was like one of those too it was also a little bit hard but that was it it was fine though tasted, tasted great uh but yeah I didn't notice because I cut it in half on when I first got it. Wow, that uh, was pretty dope. So, good taste raspberry all throughout, mostly in the um, glaze. The mousse, though, is perfect, actually. It is, like, just... It's so light and so perfect. And I gotta say that, because uh, I got this to go on my bike, and they... They uh, put it in a separate bag so the mousse stayed like perfect and unsmushed, and uh, which is a good extra service tip or service uh, thing. But that was really good. I'd give that uh, definitely some stars. The next here one we're gonna look at is the cherry chip old fashioned donut. Let's take a bite. Okay, that was pretty dope. Uh, holy shit, I love that one. And I know I'm a sucker for cherries, so I'm very biased here. Uh, I was confused for a bit why it was named Cherry Chip, so I actually had to pull apart the um, dough. So he actually has, like, I'd say dried cherry pieces in there. So that's what makes a chip. That's what makes a chip. There is a good amount of, there is, like, some, it's like a light cherry flavor within the cake donut itself, but the glaze over top, which is a very beautiful thing, too. It's, like, white and pink ring that has like a i don't know what to call it but it's one of my favorite like designs for pastries where you take a toothpick and drag it through it and make it like a cool pointy thing super easy to do and it looks fucking beautiful so presentation on that one is bitch ass i love it sorry not sorry i should not bitch ass bitchin it is bitching it is fucking great i love it i mean that in a good way the last one we have here oh sorry yeah i'd give that one stars too it was uh yeah, it was definitely a cherry cake donut. The majority of the cherry flavor comes from the glaze on top. Uh, but it does have, like, it does taste cherry on the inside, which is good. And now we finally have the red velvet, which is, again, I should actually... Oh, fuck, I actually want to Google red velvet cake, because I don't know what it actually entails. No, not the uh, K-pop group. No, I'm, I'm not looking at for the red velvet K-pop group. I'm looking for the cake, please. Thank you, Google. So, red velvet cake... Okay, so red velvet cake is is it chocolate? Like what the fuck is it? It's like red. Is it vanilla and chocolate or is it red? And, what the fuck is red velvet cake? Oh my god, I can't just tell me. Give me the goddamn ingredients. Tell me what the fuck is in red red velvet cake? Cocoa, sugar, canola, liquid, red food coloring, vanilla extract, white vinegar, buttermilk. Okay, so it's like a buttermilk cake. Okay, I gotcha. 
and it is like coke. Okay, so it's like a okay. So red velvet cake is seems like a seems like cocoa and vanilla mixed together. Vanilla's in everything though. So I still don't know what red velvet cake is, but it's red and it's cake. So there's that. The donut though is not red though. Uh, no minus points for that though. I assume that would be difficult. Uh, but he has these garnish though with a little cookie. So it's a uh, he has a little red cookie here with white chocolate chips on the inside. Red velvet cake donut has a white glaze with these brown crumbly bits over top, which I assume is chocolate, and his little chocolate ball crunch thingies that are I don't know what to call them. They're little chocolate ball crunch thingies. We'll see what this is. We'll see what this is. Hmm. So the red velvet was very good. Um, all of the... So this is a bit of an enigma here for me. The crunchy bubbles were crunchy bubbles. Glaze was good with the chocolate flavoring over top. Of it. And it had like a... So I'm confused. I'm. It tasted like chocolate and vanilla at the same time. So I'm actually like more confused than when I started before I'd even Googled it. Uh, the cookie was crunchy, and it it, it, it the, the the cookie was crunchy, um, and a bit hard. So I'm not sure if it was yeah, it was just it was a bit hard and crunchy. So I'm not sure if it was a bit over baked or if it was just um like uh just a day old or something like that. And no no biggie if it was really, but it was just it was hard hard so hard so it wasn't a fresh cookie, which is noteworthy. But the flavor was there. It all tasted like red velvet, and the couple times I've had it, it tasted like red velvet, which is kind of an enigma. I think a red velvet is the melding of, like, two different things. There are two different things, but they're both kind of like the same thing within that two different thing. So I think my conclusion is that red velvet as a flavor is the equivalent of other kin for humans. Like, we just don't even know what the fuck that shit is. So, Yeah. That's uh that's Bigfoot Donut Reviews. Uh, go check out this February month's uh, donuts. They are all great. Um, I'm very biased, though. I love donuts. I'm Captain Kid, and this has been Bigfoot Donut Reviews. You guys don't know it, but I just edited out a huge fucking burp there. So, yeah. My favorite one he had was the cherry chip. Is it's a it was a cherry cake donut with um fuck I said I'm again. It's with cherry chunks in there. But I, I love cherry so much. Like I I love cherry. I love cherry pop. I love cherry candies. I love cherry baking. I love cherries. Cherries are amazing. That's one of it's one of the things I love about Canada or well BC and cherries. It's cherry season. But I like also like I also love artificial cherry flavor. Like it's really funny because like I love real cherries, but I also love like artificial cherry because you know like artificial fruit always tastes differently. Like I love artificial watermelon, but I hate real watermelon. Is there anything else to do, or should we close close this out? No, um, there's the only thing left to do is for me to make funny faces at myself. Make funny faces yourself and second guess all of your life choices. Um, every single one. Me too. All at once, all at the same time. I, you know, what gives me <laughs> comfort is that old. I don't know what philosopher said this, but basically, like, if you live, if you live your life and get married, you will regret. You will regret it. If you live your life and don't get married, you will regret it. I regret nothing. Me neither. No, I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty content with who I am.
What a waste of my what a waste of my time and emotional energy to regret. I, you know, it's like funny as it's in. Like I do like that saying, but I do actually. I feel pretty content myself. Like I, I, like I'm stressed out with school and shit like that too. And I wish I'd like done certain things differently in my life. But I'm pretty happy with where I am. Like I like I'm pretty content with who I am as a person. Like I want to do better and I want to be i want to be i want to i want to improve myself because everyone can always do that and you know spread the love and shit like that although you know I'm not, like not perfect i'm like i'm not like ellen DeGeneres. i can't be happy all the time i i have grumpy days of course yeah. Tell me all. but yeah like the you know what i mean but i i, I would i i would i'm fuck me sorry i don't mean to be stuttering i meant to say that i am happy with who i am now hi hi <laughs> captain sorry it's my my pirate Tourette's. my bad <laughs> Ahoy! <laughs> so, sorry, yeah, no, I'm content with myself though. There's a couple things I would have done differently, but I I like where I am. And it's funny because almost everywhere way when I just dissect my life, I think about like if something had gone differently, then I was like, oh, this then this wouldn't be this, and that would suck. And I was like, oh yeah, like everything had to turn out the way it is for me to be where I am. So, yeah, okay, we're gonna end it on. We'll end it on that. Congratulations. All right. Congratulations. So thank you for. I think it's probably done at this point, but thank you for anybody uh, who's stuck around this long to listen. We appreciate your listenership. This might end up being one of the longest I, episodes, so extra, extra special bonus to you. End of end of super long ramble episode. Yeah, listener. we we appreciate Yay, you. You are the one million. Is it? Wait, oh fuck! It'd be perfect. If we had a Marvel after credit scene. If we had an if we had an after credit scene. Like a spoiler, like for what's going to be the next movie. Every time. What's the next movie going to be about? (laughs) We kind of, we kind of have an ever credit scene like every fucking time. It's almost like because we're terrible. It's almost like you know, okay, like you know how video games come out nowadays, and they're like. I make that joke every time. I was thinking about this. This is like this is the equivalent of like you know, video games come out nowadays, and they're like unfinished and buggy and shit, and they're not totally ready, and they're fixed with patches after launch. So this is like the equivalent of like if Disney released a Marvel movie, but like in like the after the credit scene, like they're still writing it. And they're like, fuck, well, what is it going to be? I don't know. Gummy Bear is going to turn out into a transformer to another body like Doctor Who via her superpowers. Who knows? But it's going to be something that's going to be used later in canon, right? So it could be like an obvious name drop like that, but it could be something else. Bum, bum, bum. Canadian past pirate cast lore is very important. Well, thank you again to our folks sticking around. Uh, don't be afraid. Be aware. Bye. Borscht is delicious. So sit down, sit down, sit down. In a couple of fights, you were nearly blinded. Yelling at the wind won't do much good. Thanks again to anyone who listened to our podcast. We appreciate your attention. Please reach out to us on our Canadian Pirate Cast email, Facebook, and Instagram pages. Like, sub, share. You know the drill. We love when people reach out with comments or feedback. We also have personal social media accounts if you want another meaningless Facebook friend or a silly Instagram account to follow. Be good to yourself. Take care of each other. Bye. Bye.